0: Welcome to episode one twelve of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. I say 112 i'm pretty sure it's 112
1: i got nothing
0: last week I was i cannot
2: help you with that at all i literally listened to last week's podcast yesterday and now i can't
1: remember
0: it was, what it, was I'm it was i pretty well, sure it's...
1: it just we just went live and it says 112
0: oh no that's wrong this is episode 113 Ah. Oh. welcome to episode 113 man fucked all sorts of shit i was up. about
1: to say i got nothing
0: no chris Dieter's episode last week was 112 oh shit
2: yeah, yeah. i'm salty about that about
0: chris Dieter coming <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> Yeah. I freaking love
1: crocodile encounters. See, we could have had her here, and uh, then one of us would have been, I had gone. It's like none of us that were here last week have ever been. It's the best place in Berzeria County, which I realize is not hard to do
2: because <laughs> it's Berzeria County. Well, it is a
0: big county, though.
1: It is
2: a big county. But there's a lot of nothing. Yeah, it's it's mostly rural. Yeah. So Just rural. If 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 you like corn and dirt
0: and I rice want some patties,
2: land and bugs corn and
0: dirt. So uh anyways as you as you make and listen robert is not here megan sable tan bitch whatever
2: do you actually know how to say my last name i did at one point but what's the point
0: now all right what is it katie
2: hold on the i gotta have the that's cheating literally on no, no, my facebook
0: yeah. you assume i look at your facebook
2: yeah, well, you're Kovich. missing out on some great that content close? that was not
0: that was not it I don't know what it is, well, but I know it it's not stabia. that.
2: It was sort of close, but you're like... Is it stab?
0: Stab a bitch?
1: No. sab Stab some bitches. Sa- Kovic. Sabiakovic.
0: sab <laughs> I funny.
2: don't know that those phonetics...
0: Those it's way more listen, fun. For it's brain. way listen, more fun to fuck
2: it up on purpose. Of the three of us, oh. I'm not teaching children, so. I know, and I teach
1: phonetics. That's why I should know <laughs> how to do this shit. I, I lie. Look, I don't teach phonetics.
2: There are I
0: still my kids whose names me. I don't know how to pronounce. And so on my random name generator to figure out who I should call on, if theirs pops up, I just hit the fucking button again.
1: <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. And we're what?
0: Seven months into school? Six months Sad into school? Sad
1: day. Still
0: not a her name. Her name just,
1: is the most important part of
0: you. That is not true. Joe just broke That is headphones. not fucking true. Not true. Have you met people with stupid ass names? If that's the most important part of them, then their life sucks. Bro, just. Why well, she just break? She just break the headphones know. she know. just got. I
1: just got a text message. Our child borrowed headphones. Our extra headphones for the podcast. So she she could... had
0: them for two minutes.
1: Yep. And the whole earpiece popped off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck.
0: That's why we can't have nice things. Anyways. uh, So.
1: (laughs) She goes, hey, in my defense.
0: (laughs) There's no defense. She's had them for two minutes. And the headphones are broken
1: to begin with, she said.
0: They were not broken. No, no, they weren't. (laughs) They have been in here in the podcast room and used.
1: I just put Megan
0: was the last one to use them. (laughs)
1: Oh, Lord.
0: Oh, whatever the fuck. Anyways, uh, you want to do our, our sponsors?
1: Yes, I can do our sponsors. If you are looking for a high-quality PVC rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a Herb's Reptile Show near you. Visit com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. They're
0: not fucking broken. Our kid's just special.
1: Did it just pop off? Like the little foam piece just yeah. pop Oh. I say they worked for me like not even two minutes ago. Just though.
0: Joe. No one wants to hear your voice.
1: <laughs> Man, her face. Man, her face. I gotta face.
0: fix the damn things.
1: Give them to me and you can talk about our Herps v-
0: vendors. Our vendors? Not, not our really vendors, our the Herps. Herps show. I got it, I got it. You can talk about it.
1: Well, so this past weekend, you guys were in Austin.
0: We were in Austin.
1: You were in Austin. Robert was in Austin. I was not. I was here. Um, then, I guess it was a good show. I, we haven't really ta- You came home with a snake. Uh
0: yeah, I, Unfortunately. Um,
1: <laughs> unfortunately, whatever.
0: So we were in Austin, so I, I actually had... It was an okay weekend for me. I sold one rainbow boa and a couple of sand which covers the weekend. And since it's not my job...
1: Hooray! I'm
0: good. Uh, and then we had a silent auction
1: mm-hmm.
0: to help one of our vendors who's going through... Uh, Chemo. Chemo therapy. He's doing great, by the way. I saw him. He's doing great. Uh, and I wasn't going to buy anything because, as usual with most silent auctions, it was full of shitty-ass normal ball python males that people don't want anymore, so they throw them into a <laughs> silent auction to feel like they're doing good, which I don't know who the fuck they think they're helping. Uh, and so I said, no, I'm not going to get anything. And then Sunday I said that to somebody and they go, oh, they've added new stuff. I was like, yeah, but it's probably nothing good. And then they go, oh, no, they someone added a carpet python and they pointed over at Michael Pinnell's table. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I had to go over there and look. And there Obviously. was a- It's a cute little thing. And there was a carpet python. It was a Brisbane coastal carpet from Michael Pinnell. And I mean, I
1: don't know what any of that means, it's, but-
0: It's a locale. It's the larger locale of coastal carpet pythons. Uh, but it's also one of the weirder ones. kind of like how my uh, my- Brettles likes to get cold. Like, if you go to the Brumation, you actually drop them pretty low. These these also. Oh,
1: good. It'll fit in with all the other weird-ass snakes we have here.
0: Yeah. So, uh, it fits. And, uh, and and it came from Michael. And so, I, I here's what happened, though. Our friends over at No Drama Llama, Lily, had bid 75 bucks on it. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I'm not going to bid on it. She goes, no, go ahead and do it. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then I texted Katie, like, yeah, Michael Pinnell put a snake in the I auction. I told you to bid on it. And Katie goes, bid on it. It was the worst thing, because I was waiting for her to be like, no, 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 we don't need that. You
1: sold, at that point, you had sold multiple snakes, so you had the money to bid on it. So
0: I went and bid 80 bucks. I bid five bucks above Lily. I was like, all right. She told me to do it. I bid it. An hour left in the auction. I walked back over there. She fucking outbid me $100. <laughs> I was like, I walked back to her table. I was like, fuck you, Lily. What? what the hell? And she's like, what do you mean? Well, you told me to bid on it Yeah. She's like, I didn't realize you bid on it. My name's right. It literally says, no drama llama, James Lewis, no drama llama. How did you miss my name? <laughs> it was on there. She's like, well, I was just competitive. I wanted to win. You didn't think. And then who goes from 80 to 100? She just ju- she jumped straight to the number that I wasn't going to go. But I was like, 100 was where I'm going to go. So she goes, well, if you pay me 80 bucks, I'll count the other 20 as a donation. And so I did. So now I have a snake
1: it's cute though because he put a hide in with it and instead of going in the hide it goes per- up and
2: perches
0: perched, on perched right up on top of the hide. <laughs> it's like i'm not gonna fucking hide sit up here and wait for food uh
2: that's what that's what mine do they the only time that like my female the only time she ever goes in her hide is when she's about to shed otherwise she just sits at the top and waits every day for food
0: i'm super excited uh this is a male it's not a she it's a male I forgot. it's a male i do have to get a she at some point um which will probably also come from Michael. He has some really pretty red one, reddish colored ones. So that will be what I get in the future. So anyways, that was this weekend.
1: That was our Herp show. Uh, Next Herp show is going to be the first weekend in June in Lafayette. You've got the 5th and 6th. And then the following weekend, the 11th and 12th, they will be in Conroe, Texas. Yes, June 25th and 26th, I believe are the dates. They will be in Longview, Texas. And then I don't actually know July, sh- except for Slidell at the end. July,
0: that's all. July 23rd. Oh. Well, July 23rd, 24th, Slidell. Yep. And then the Oklahoma City Show is July 30th and 31st. And then Corpus Christi, August 13th and 14th. Bryan College Station, August 20th, 21st. And then back to Austin, Texas, August 27th and 28th. It was a good weekend. I got to see, uh, Corey Martin came by. Oh, So I good. got to see Corey.
1: I'm still slightly jealous of her. What, from what? Because she got to go see Hugh Jackman, first of all, in The Music Man in New York.
0: Oh, And then she went and saw saw The Lion King in Austin, which is on my
1: list of shows to see.
0: Yeah, I saw a billboard going into (laughs) Austin. Anyways, I got to see her. I got to see our buddy Joe Phelan. He came by. He bought a water dragon. You know, like the lizard that no one ever buys that you can get for like nothing at like PetSmart. He bought one, which is going to be cool. He's going to set it up. It'll be cool because this one will probably actually reach adulthood. I asked him, I was like, when's the last time anybody actually saw an adult water dragon?
1: I don't know. The last time I saw a Chinese water dragon,
0: yeah. So he got one.
1: I've seen multiple water
2: dragons,
0: but I don't think I've
2: ever actually seen an adult.
0: No, I'm pretty sure most of them die in a 20 gallon somewhere.
2: And this is the first time that I'm My actually realizing they that die in a 10 gallon. You said it. Like now I realize. Like no, I've I've never seen an adult water dragon. Yep.
0: So I've he seen bought a lot
2: coming to rescue.
0: <laughs> so he bought that, and then who else? I saw our friend Brett Bender. Brett Bender came by. Uh, I talked to Ari Flagel. I'm trying to get on the podcast. He's the Very one that cool. he's opening Reptilandia over in Johnson City, Texas, and he also wrote literally the book on Boland's pythons, which is on my bookshelf back there.
1: I was about to say I
2: recognize the name.
0: Yeah, That's so
2: a lot of nice, lot of nice books on snakes. Guess where I went this weekend and found nothing. Where we haven't been in It's months. not my fault. Half price books. It's not my fault. We I haven't been in a been while. Been
1: in months. I don't
0: believe. You. I honestly, I believe really
1: her. I don't.
0: What? I don't, don't <laughs> I'm not going unless he she's going. Go. Unless
1: I'm the one that makes the guess.
0: So, so I definitely <laughs> haven't been there. Um,
1: All right, let's bring our guest in because I'm sure he would AM, love to uh, weigh uh, in. Let's and bring hard. in. So,
0: <laughs> this guest is the one I like. So, we, we, we drop the ball and get a guest, but I always know that if I contact this one, he'll be a great guest because he can talk about anything. Because he's the best. And I love having him on here. So let me bring him in.
1: It's nice to have intelligent conversations with people, and I get to have that with Bill. It's so great. <laughs>
0: It's Bill. This
1: is good to know. I'm it's Bill Bradley. It really is like I was telling Megan last night. I was like, "You're gonna love him. He's like one of the best people ever." You
0: weren't telling him last night. You were telling him this morning. Yes. Was, was that this cause morning? Because I, oh, I didn't know crap. Bill was coming on until this really? morning. This morning. Yeah. Yes.
2: Jeez, Louise. I need sleep. But I've subscribed to his podcast now. So as you should. Nice. So
0: it's Bill Bradley of Cold Black Exotics and of Lizard Brain Radio. How's it going, Bill? Savjakovich,
3: and I have had an adult water dragon told
0: you uh, awesome. because
1: he's awesome i like him already
0: i'm not surprised bill had one i'm just saying bill's or one he
1: can say your last bill's
0: name. one yeah. adult water dragon is probably one versus yeah 300,000 dead ones in a 10 gallon tank somewhere 100
1: let's replace james with bill
0: bill already has a podcast can't do it so. uh,
1: to. chris eaton uh in our chat said that robert lost some weight Robert also <laughs> got hot, so I mean, you know, there you go. <laughs> he
2: grew his hair out too. That's
0: words that have never got been said hair. about Robert. Oh, you're so mean. Me? Yes, I am. <laughs> I said that to someone this weekend in the show. I said if I'm mean to your face, it's probably because we're friends.
2: You this literally is, told me that at the zoo.
0: Yeah. If if I'm not mean to your face, because I'm probably not like talking to you and I don't like nice you.
2: To you, that's when you worry. Oh no! If I'm come, I don't if talk I'm to people I don't like. Comfortable enough to like shoot the shit with you, like, yeah. And by shoot the shit, I mean
0: bullshit. Thanks for the clarification on something we didn't need clarified.
2: <laughs> you know, fuck off, James. Anyways, let's get back to our guest. I like him better than you now, anyway.
0: You don't even know Bill.
2: Yeah, I don't have to. He, he can knows- be a complete he asshole. Can- he, he can, can say, say my last, last name. And, and he already friended me on Facebook. You know what?
0: Soaking a bunch of so. Russians and I'm not really fans of Russians right now.
2: Congratulations, so. Bill. I'm really funny. So, so
3: speaking of Russians. <laughs> oh, geez.
0: Oh, what, is he? what are we about to look at? <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's
1: the Saint.
3: Um, it's a Saint Javelin t-shirt.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I know that not he was to get, lowering the camera. To super political. <laughs> I got really worried. Part. No, it didn't go that far.
1: <laughs> <was> like, <laughs>
0: different javelin. Different
1: new story. side. New side. <laughs> like,
0: if you don't, don't stop lowering that camera, place. we... Yeah. Whew. Anyways. So, uh, I'm just thrown off by that one. I'll bring it... Let's do today's question. We'll
1: talk about Wiregrass Exotics first.
0: Oh, Wiregrass Exotics. They're, they're here. I know they are here. I know. I, you threw me off because...
1: And know well we started you talking maybe about bring in Bill? We started talking about books and then I was like we're having great conversation we need Bill in here too and
0: anyways So yeah, if you uh, are in the South Alabama, e- West Georgia so East, but East Georgia too. Uh, North Florida, travel on over to Ozark Alabama and see our friends over at the Wildgrass Exotics pet shop. Uh, they've got they got rattlesnakes. You can see rattlesnakes. They do. You have to talk in the microphone for people to actually hear you. Sorry. Yeah. I
1: also had to burp, so I had to lean way back for that.
0: We appreciate it
1: Yep <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways So our our question today uh, Making him up with it And it kind of fits Kind of fits for Bill Because Bill Perfect I thought so It was How do you handle negativity Towards the hobby Whether it's from people Who are or aren't keepers So I was going to go through As usual I'll go through uh, Our guests We got a lot of quick replies To this one And then uh, Thank
1: goodness for our listeners Because we dropped the ball On asking the question This week too
0: I didn't drop the ball I got it up here didn't I You did so I didn't drop the ball. It almost hit the ground. And then I knocked it back up. <laughs> uh but let's go through our listeners and see how they react to them. And then we'll go through ours because I think mine is going to be quite different than others. But uh our buddy Jason Miller who I'll give a shout out to. Let me pick up my book, my uh this is my Easter present, my complete carpet python book, which came from Jason Miller Katie through Katie got it from me for me, from him. So
1: very yep. yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, and I a, didn't
1: get it from half price books.
0: And in like three months, <laughs> it's gonna be me, an antique. I take a of this and it, I look it up. It'll be an antique in about three the months. New, the new so one is the coming new out. release is coming out. It's, uh, the it's new it's,
3: edition.
2: I can at least look it up and save it. So yeah. the new And,
0: and apparently, the new edition is like twice as thick.
3: Nice. <laughs> and I think it's gonna make a lot of people really upset. So it'll be fun to talk about when it comes out.
0: Yes, they will probably reclassify some things. And, oh goodness. And I think.
1: So you'll have to read that one so you can talk about it.
0: No, I'll just let Bill read it. You can skim it, and then we get Bill on.
3: And then, and then build room in the notes. Oh no! I, I think probably the day that it comes out, you can just get on Facebook and yeah. you'll know exactly what people think pretty quick. That's hilarious. Are they
0: going to finally say that all car, all jungles and coastals are the same damn thing?
1: Reptile Book Club.
0: <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the to say.
1: We just found a new podcast, Reptile Book Club. Oh my god, that's a great <laughs> idea. We should do that. Oh, so with what time? I'm
0: going to say that's right like win. my next
1: charity idea. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh anyways back to this question i've got you getting sidetracked go figure on this podcast uh jason milleradovich said he uh, handles it calmly i try to explain or educate in a way to counter negative comments or ideas but i've also learned that some people can't be reasoned with which is true and it's best to ignore and walk away rather than go down the rabbit hole into an argument where you won't be changing their minds anyway uh yeah that's I think
1: that's the most frustrating thing for me
0: not being able to change someone's mind yeah yeah that's that's social media. And, and
1: simply because they've already made up their mind. And that's not just about reptiles, though. That's just about ev- like everything in life. Like, Key I, example,
0: flat earthers exist.
1: I was raised to be very open-minded. Even if I didn't like something, I still had to be respectful of it. And people aren't raised that way anymore.
0: Yeah, I, well, you could have easily gone, people suck.
1: Well, I can't say that to a group of third graders.
0: I can say it to high school kids all the time. Well i have kids all the time ask i've had kids do you like me i'm like don't ask questions you don't want the answer to you're so mean they don't want the real
1: answer so mean that's why i teach someone
0: the other day goes he does not love us i'm like, you're right i don't love you you're not my kid
1: i told my kids today the bell had gone off and they were calling for bike riders i was like y'all better get it and go let's go love you mean it get out
0: i don't love you mean it um not my kids
2: i have these conversations with my cats
0: yeah you're fucking weird Uh, back to our question. Shelly Brown said sarcasm mainly is how she handles it. Other than that, ignore, move on. Those people aren't worth a whole lot of my time. Uh, Ryan Goslow said, if it's a fellow keeper, I'll either just ignore or block them if they require, if required, because I'm past getting into arguments in the hobby and I've got better things to do with that than get into arguments. I'd much rather prefer to sit back and have a relaxed conversation about the animals because that's what I'm more interested in. If it's someone who doesn't keep reptiles, I'll see if I can educate them or give them knowledge to at least get them to see where I'm coming from. But if they aren't open-minded, I'm just going to block them.
1: I've hit that point on some things as well.
0: I've got some friends on Facebook that I'm friends, but, but
1: I don't you follow don't follow stuff. Them. I unfollow them so I don't have to, to watch their
0: stuff. So. The, everyone out there, if you don't realize, a, I feel like some people don't realize that's an option. You don't just have to like c- completely cut people out. You can just unfollow them, which means you just don't see their stuff.
1: Well, well, on Facebook, you can also click the three little dots and click follow, and so you don't have to type. You just put a,
0: a period on a comment thing so that you're or, in the comment thread. Yeah, you don't have to do all that. I fucking hate people that don't understand that. Anyways, uh, um, where was I? At? Oh, Daniel Cruz said, "Ignore them, block them on post." I've got some great friends who I've told them to piss off on my behalf. Nathan Holcomb says, I'm a troll by nature. Too easy to make a comment and piss somebody off. I I well, I am a troll. You we'll do get to that. Later. Well. I do it on anyways. John Feely said, let it roll off my back. If they've lost their passion in the hobby, oh well. I hope they find it again, but not my problem. If they're outside the hobby, then 99% of the time. Uh 99% of it is what is I swear. John's stuff always confuses me the way. Outside the hobby, the 99% of it is a basis of fear. There we go. It's a lot of little two letter words there back to back. Uh, due to lack of knowledge, which is why education is so important.
1: Maybe I should start reading these.
0: You know what? I have to retest to students next week.
1: Okay. Well, let's Out loud. loud. Let's focus on this. Good those. luck.
0: I'm not, I've never done that. I'm not looking forward to it.
1: You poor thing.
0: I've never given a state test in my life. It's always been someone else give it. Anyways, Christian Parr said, depending on the level of negativity, sometimes I just ignore. But when I try to engage in the conversation, I try to understand their side of the argument first. Then I try and ask them questions to try. And that's a lot of tries and pick apart their ideas, refuse, or to further understand their thoughts. I almost never explain my thoughts. Rather, I try to make them think about the topic a different way, and maybe they will change their outlook. Good luck with that. And then, uh, Jesus Christ, I thought, that is a long name. you
1: want me to read it? Oh, no,
0: I'm going to, we're going to figure this one It's a. L-
1: oh, she's going to be our
0: guest I, next week. Yeah, I know, but I can't, I know that.
2: Eleniana? Oh, yeah, because she's going to be on with There's Gina.
0: 700 letters in her name, though.
2: No, not really. Not just the first
0: name. Eleniana Grossenheider. It's Eleniana Lee Grossenheider.
2: Grossenheider, yeah.
0: I'll count the letters later. It's 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 well over (laughs) twenty. Just
2: call it James is struggling tonight. Just
1: Laney. It's a lot. Just 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 Laney.
2: I also
0: posted on Instagram because I'm with the cool kids. I don't
1: have an Instagram. I have Instagram or a TikTok.
0: I'm I've
2: actually had a few people contact me Twitter. for relocations through Instagram, Instagram, so
1: I'm actually glad that I decided to go ahead and get one.
2: I, I use it because
0: I have Simply Serpents, I have the snake business, and then we have the podcast, so I have There's it. There's right. apparently
1: yeah. some other type of social media out there right now. My students asked me today if I had one. Yeah, and I won't like, be on whatever that is. I don't even know what TikTok? that is. No. No, she knows TikTok. Snapchat? I don't have a TikTok.
0: Does Snapchat still a thing?
1: Yeah, apparently it wasn't that because I know that one. But I always, I always
2: felt like I was too old for TikTok or for Snapchat, even when it first came That's out. That's just for showing penises, right? I'm just like an old what?
0: lady. Snapchats just for showing penises. It's
2: a, no. it's a terrible platform.
0: I'm pretty sure it's just for showing penises. I don't have that to was form. the whole purpose. And know. Uh, so Lori Torini, who does a lot of behavior uh, studies, says she ignores it and continues to share positive content, educational content, and always present our snakes to others in a positive and celebratory light. Merging Morphs, which is uh, our buddy Robbie, says, I catch him outside. <laughs> he says, I catch him outside. How about that? <laughs> uh, and he says, I haven't experienced very much negativity or trolls, but I try to post things that I know will lead to it. Try not to post things I know will lead to it. Buckner Crest Exotics. What?
1: There was a bug. I'm okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought something happened. I, I said the name and then you backed up like you knew who it was. There
1: was a bug. It flew in my face.
0: Done. <laughs> Buckner Cresty to Get off social media. Do give do give keyboard warriors your energy. Don't don't give keyboard warriors your energy and don't feed the trolls. And then uh Reptile Entrepreneur, which is a great podcast. I, that I, I like don't, uh, feed don't Feed the Trolls. Don't feed the Trolls. Uh, if anybody's looking for a good uh podcast, if you're into the reptile business side of stuff, Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast is a great one. Uh, he com- commented, it took me a while to develop a perspective that allowed me to let negativity roll off my back, especially when it comes from within the community you are trying to serve. It isn't easy, and I hope the content creator starting out can remember that for every vocal troll hater, there are 100 people quietly grateful for the efforts that they're giving, which is true for every one person you hear bitch about your podcast or something you're doing. There are still tons of other ones that are happy you're doing it. Um, they're just not voicing it. So,
1: All right. So, Bill, you have different platforms that you participate in, in the reptile community. You are a keeper. You are a podcaster. You have children who are involved, but -hmm. then you also do education programs as well. So not looking at the education program side, but just as you as a keeper and someone in this hobby, how do you handle it on that side of things? The negativity.
3: With a, I, with a battle axe. <laughs> um, so I am a huge.
0: Skinny Robert proponent. is allowed
2: to talk. Sorry, I just saw that comment. You just interrupted him. our guest. I'm sorry. This is why you're not
0: going to be allowed back. <laughs> Don't answer Chris um, Eaton. Chris Eaton doesn't get answers. Anything he types in the chat, you ignore.
2: Sorry, sorry, Chris. Sorry, Bill.
3: <laughs> no, no. There, there's rules. You'll figure it out. It's. <laughs> I'm
2: uh, on my Starbucks. <laughs>
3: No, so um, like you guys were talking about just a second ago with the whole social media thing, I am a huge fan of, I do it and then I tell other people of curating your social media, of picking who you'll follow, picking who you friend or unfriend, businesses you follow, and so on and so forth. Um, So I actually don't see a ton of the negativity and stuff that folks bring up. I'm not in a bunch of Facebook groups. Um, I have people in Facebook groups for species or for enclosure building or things like that that will ask me questions. But I'm not actually in their groups. I just have a podcast or have a page or whatever. And I tell people like, yeah, you can ask me. It's cool. I don't care. And so it kind of it forces it to be individual. And so if you want to know about whatever building with ZooPoxy or whatever it is I'm doing, you would have to ask me on your own. Like you're not going to find me in a a Facebook group, make a post and there's 75 comments and like half of them are idiots. I I just don't do it. And so if I have found that I just put all my stuff out there and if people are going to take the time to ask you about your stuff or to inquire or make a comment on your actual page or on a post that you made or things like that, those are usually constructive or real questions, not just like trolling type things. It's the, when, if you're in like big public groups that have you know little to no moderation or what have you, that's where you get all of the people that are angry or they argue and all this other nonsense. Like, like the some of the you guys have one as well, but like some of the podcasts have Facebook groups and stuff like that. But it's they're usually way smaller just yeah. because our audiences, by their very nature, are smaller than your average fifty thousand person Facebook group or whatever. Because it's usually people that know us and then in real life. And then as they slowly get to know people in their circle in in your podcast or whatever, those groups are are much more tight knit. And so you immediately moderate the nonsense out of it. And so at least on the social media side, I don't think it's hard to avoid most of the negative stuff. Um, You just have to actively choose to like, that's, it kind of sucks for new people because if you don't if you genuinely don't know these things and, and you need those Facebook groups or you need help with like legit stuff, you know, you don't know how to set up an exoterror or whatever. You're kind of stuck because you, you had to wade into that crap to find the information you really did need. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it difficult depending on your, not like experience level, but like experience as far as time goes, I guess. Like I've been in this long enough that I saw, forums go away and facebook groups come in and i knew what sucked about the forums so i knew what was going to suck about facebook groups so i just didn't do it like i i chose to abstain i guess abstinence kids that's the answer (laughs) i don't know so
1: speaking of kids because you have two teenagers right three three teenagers. i can't remember Sorry. you had two or three okay so this is something i've actually talked with with my daughter before have they ever had that you know of or that you can speak to any negativity with like people at school or you know oh yeah, the sure. weird one with because i know your daughter's real into arachnid so you know you're the weird yeah the, and the she looks like her- a
3: boy
1: <laughs> i like i like her haircut. But, <laughs>
3: like, I yeah, could but never, that's
1: I can never pull it off. But it looks she, great on her. She <laughs>
3: is like she is that the weird kid, emo yeah. kid, has spiders. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, How dude, do they handle two- that? like do they like just... my son is 12 and he's my size and has long blonde hair like there all sorts of nonsense and he's a turtle nerd
0: no but his uh, daughter enjoys being the weird one and like does it on purpose
3: <laughs> yeah she she's a little more go to hell than your average kid but um
2: that was me in school it just stands spiders cuz i'm like absolutely terrified of them but <laughs> uh we'll fix that Don't worry. She... okay hang up, hang up for longer see,
1: yeah <laughs> so at tinley they actually helped um uh, some friends of ours she was also terrified of spiders and just watching his daughter like talk to her about this totally unlike to drink over no i'm not talked about i talked to her about the animal and and just like walk her through it all it was it was very soothing
2: well, it, i very catch calming. and release them when they get in my house like my husband thinks i'm weird because i'll Wait. go like i'll go walking through the house with a little tupperware container and he's like what are you doing i'm like kind of have- spiders
1: come in your house I get jumping spiders. And
0: oh. wolf we get spiders, spiders in our honestly. house. I
1: was thinking like tarantulas in your house. I'm like, no. How did hey, jump no, straight no. to
0: tarantulas? Because There's
1: that's a... what his daughter deals with is
2: tarantulas. But, that, but
0: that's not what she has in her no.
2: house. Well, I mean... There's a jumping spider that lives in my breakfast area. His name's Hash Brown. That's fabulous. He's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
1: <Perfect. laughs> nice. ah, That's so fabulous.
3: Anyway, sorry. Back to you, Bill. <laughs> No, the, the kid thing, man, that's it. It's different. I guess, I don't know, maybe it's not, but it seems different. Um, because it's such a huge part of what it's like our, it is our family life. Like we have a full facility, three blocks for two or three blocks from our house, um, right downtown in a town of like maybe 5,000 people. Um, And so like, it just, everybody knows, like it's, you know, they've been, they've been going to shows and festivals and stuff since they were toddlers. They, it's just kind of their thing. And so they don't care as much if other people don't like it. Um, They do have like, like my oldest daughter, as she got older and it wasn't like the cool girly thing. And so she had a little bit of, I don't think I want to do that or I don't know, or, you know, whatever. Um, but she's really into morph ball pythons because they're pretty. And so it didn't affect her as much because the part that she likes is pretty stuff. Yeah. And so that that's never really changed. Like she's always been the girly one. She likes pretty stuff. And then we do reptiles and all this other stuff as a family. And so the part of it that she likes is the pretty stuff. And so it's just, it's way more personal, I guess, for mm-hmm. them. Like, it's, you know, Walter is huge on all the turtles and stuff. And then he has a couple of snakes and things that he really likes to hold. But turtles are his jam. You know, Indy has all these invertebrates. And now she's really skilled with all the plants and stuff. And so, like, it, they have a lot more ownership, I guess.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so when they have like kids at school or whatever, you know, think it's gross or think it's stupid or whatever kids say it. I just think they're better able to respond to it because it's not, Oh, your dad does all this weird stuff. Like they do it as well and they enjoy it and they're really educated on it. Yeah. And so if, if most of the people that are saying those negative things are, ignorant in the, in the literal sense of lacking knowledge at, or have like cultural fear of snakes or spiders. And because they grew up way more educated in those subjects and in the sciences in general, they just approach it in a different way. And I don't know, they have a person like me as their dad, so I have no problem telling people <laughs> well, well, the go other our, to hell. Our daughter so, had an
1: issue because like <laughs> she... She gets very angry when people are not open-minded <laughs> about things, and so like she had kids yeah. in her class.
0: I need people to understand that's not from me. It's really not. That's 100% it's one hundred percent from Kate. I may totally seem angry is. on here, it's
1: not. but I'm really
0: not. It's definitely me. Definitely Kate. On it.
1: Okay, I'm working on it. Um, but she, you know, she just that's just how she is, and she's well.
0: The the great thing is for uh, for like our good. kid and your kids is the actual hobby the real reptile hobby has a built-in uh acceptance like so your kids go to shows there are tons oh, of yeah. people at that show that are like them
1: oh yeah yes
0: they're not yeah, the weird sure. kid they're not the weird person there's <laughs> no. there's a built-in community there that will back them up on everything
1: and i'll be honest i have always my entire life i've always felt like an outsider and the weird one
0: well that you are
1: i almost feel normal when i go do reptile stuff though <laughs>
3: Well, oh, that's, no. that's I, been a, But I agree. That's been a huge cultural thing kind of in the in the states as we've come on now anyway. Like uh,
1: Cuz she heard us you're talking the about her. <laughs> <laughs> she just heard but it's, she's just there.
3: <laughs> Jesus. But no, she it's heard like
1: talking about her and now she's like what are they saying?
3: It, it's okay or more okay now I guess to mm-hmm. be a geek about whatever it is you're a geek about because like that is the one what people thought social media was going to do for us and and help with connectivity and the internet and all that great stuff. Like that is one of the ways that really did do that. Like there's a bunch of negatives and crappy parts too, but like, like we go to the comic con and do some charity stuff and everybody there is a geek about some thing. Yeah. Anime or comics or cosplay or or whatever. And there's just like 25,000 of them in one building. And so, like nobody there is going to make fun of you because they're all their high school nerd too. And so it, but everything has that. If you're some car nerd or a motorcycle nerd or a comic nerd or a lizard nerd or whatever, like it just made it easier to find those people. And so when you had those ones and twos in your hometown social group or school or church or whatever, that were like, ah, snakes are weird. You stupid kid with purple hair. Like, it was so much easier to be like, "Oh cool! I just won't talk to that person ever again." And I'll, go, you know, <laughs> I'll go to the NARBC with the other twelve thousand purple hair people and the snakes, and then I'm good.
0: Well, you what's know? funny about that is, so you go to a show, and and I'm going to use your kid as an example. You, you've got this weird kid with the spiders and colored hair, and they, and they and they can sit there and talk to this person who's a lawyer or a doctor, and would from the normal from what everybody else would see as a normal person, because our hobby those people wouldn't normally see each other as equals, but because they come into the hobby, they do. And and they oh, connect definitely. on a completely different level. Cause there's definitely people that we hang out with at our reptile shows that outside of the reptile hobby, I probably never would have given them a second thought. I'd be like, I'm not hanging out. That person's too fucking weird, but because of the hobby one, we got to know each other better. And I, and I may still disagree with a lot of things. I love Andy Heim, but I disagree with most of the shit that he wears, but it's okay. <laughs> I still love the guy. So, I mean, it's, it's, that's one thing that I think this hobby does, and we won't talk about the negativity, but there's a lot of positives about it. It um,
1: provides a common ground so, for a lot of us, though.
0: Social media is not the place to go to to find the the great positives. That, you right. lose a lot of human connection through social media. You need to go find people. That's why you need to go to shows. You need to go to herping events. You need to go to stuff and find people like you, because it's hard to get that across a computer screen. You
2: know, it's I really... Will- I will say though, like in my case, because a lot of people that know me think that this is weird when I say this, but I'm not an extroverted person. I am very much introverted. Um, As is
0: like 90% of the hobby until we get around each other. Well,
2: but here's the thing, like I have been able to meet and make as many friends as I have in the hobby specifically because of social media. I mean, if it weren't for social media, I wouldn't know about a lot of these things. Um, and I wouldn't have met a lot of people that I have, um, I mean, shit, Lainey and I wound up becoming friends because of social media. I wound up getting a bull snake from her. And when I met her, we sat there talking for like two hours. The first time that we met, um, had it not been for social media, like that connection, you know, never would have been made. But I'm also extremely picky about my social media. I'm Mm -hmm. part of a lot of groups, but I'm only – I'm active in very, very few of them for a lot of the reasons that Bill mentioned. Is that most of them are absolute bullshit
0: because um, they're not really filled with reptile people.
2: No, they're not. Crested geckos USA, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> of that
0: they're they're filled. Of, they're filled with people who ha- may have a reptile, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not the same kind of. They're not really in the hobby. Yeah, and they're, they're pet keepers. Yeah, and, and, and Facebook makes it easy to join those groups. It's yeah. super easy just to be in them. And uh, it, it's a different kind of person.
2: Yeah. I mean, it definitely took me some time to weed out the the crap groups and the, you know, okay, these are the quality groups that I want to stick to and, and everything. Usually if they
0: have 25,000 people in it, yeah. it's a pretty shitty group. Like, it seems like the reverse. You'd be like, there's a bunch of people here. must be a great group. But usually those are the groups that just have tons of people who just want to sit there and for, argue about everything. For the
2: most part, that is the that is the one thing about Female Herb Group that like we're trying really hard to not let happen because this group has been around for less than two years, and we're already at a, I joined when there were less than 1,000 members. We have over 11,000 members now in such a short amount of time, and that's one thing that we have definitely made it a point... Um, you know, as the admin team is to make sure that we're keeping out that bullshit that by the time that we reach, you know, 20, 30,000 members, we don't turn into a giant clusterfuck like dog spotting society or something like that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, but what you're talking about is culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you are, you are literally curating a culture and it on, or at least I think, um, on social media. That is a lot easier to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. It's like a homeowners association, right? It seems like a great idea. And then you get that one person on <laughs> that likes to measure grass or whatever. Hey, and James it, then, did then that it sucks. I didn't. But, but then but then it sucks. And, and everybody like th- there's a reason that in the United States that is that's a joke. Everybody understood that joke. Yeah. Anybody who will listen to this podcast that is an adult. We'll get why that joke was funny, right? Like it's just an accepted thing. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about for curating your Facebook group is the exact same thing, and it the personalities of your admin group will dictate that. Like if if you all were a bunch of grass measurers, <laughs> your group would be awful, and and it and there would be no way no, to you're fix completely it. Completely right because because the. <sighs> The personality trends of the culture mm. you have made are that.
2: Absolutely. But
3: if your admin group has the personality culture, like the folks who hang out for herp stuff and hang out in the reptile gumbo circle, the people, and I, and I say this on my podcast all the time, the people that end up, I end up interviewing and the people that I talk to in the THN circle or the gumbo circle or the NPR circle, like so far, none of them suck that realistically should almost be impossible yeah right because you you always meet some people that just suck right like that's just mm-hmm. that's what happens
4: <laughs> yeah
3: but because of the way it's been curated like this isn't a social group where we're going to hang out together at the bar that we all always go to and then it turns out Katie's cousin, who always comes, is kind of a dipshit. But we don't want to say anything because it's Katie's cousin, and so we all just hang out. And then there's that dipshit. Yeah, like that's not this. I got a few yes. of those. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, but this is this is a Facebook group where you're like, no, you're an idiot, don't, gone. Like you literally can curate it to the point where we don't have those people. And, and every
1: it, now and then, when one slips in, we can very quickly right. remove them from that and circle.
3: It, and I, I honest to god like all the people i've messaged to talk to about interviews the all the group chats and stuff that i'm in there aren't any toxic people because it's 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 very self-policing mm-hmm. for for someone to even invite you to that group the person who's inviting you we already know is not a toxic person and so it's a very strong likelihood they the your friend would not be as well
0: well the hobby- and then when
3: they get it in the group Because it's a small group. It it self-regulates.
0: Yeah, so the hobby kind of fixes it. It, It's a lot like... uh, We know the shit breeders out there. It doesn't take long for someone who's a bad breeder to make the rounds and everybody know, okay, don't buy from them. And they work their way out of the hobby.
2: I mean, this is such a close community. Closer than a lot of people realize, too. I mean, there's thousands of reptile keepers all around the world. But, you know, of that amount of people it you you would think that it wouldn't be as close-knitted as it actually is but well, everyone is con- everyone at least the people who have been in it and are very serious about it anyway um you know we're all pretty closely connected and so we're able to kind of weed out the crap
0: well yeah the crap people end up going by the wayside mm-hmm. and and we talk about being such a big community when it seems that way but in reality, and I've talked about it before, we're really a small community in the grand scheme of communities. I mean, if you go to oh, like 100%. dog groups or car groups or gun groups, we are so much smaller than them. Um, and just t- to make the point that how small it is, it would seem you would not think that I would, you know, be friends with Bill or be friends with someone that's in California or friends with someone in, in uh, Philadelphia. But like because of the way social media works and because we all run in the same very small circle in reality, and you can you can see that by – Every time you add a new reptile person as a friend on Facebook,
1: it's like six degrees to Kevin Bacon. There's like <laughs> 40
0: something people that are friends with him that you're also friends with because in reality, it is a, such a small circle. Um, and, and I think a lot of that helps keep out the crap because those people that are not, that we're talking about, the ones that are just pure drama, they're not going to be in the circles because they're not real reptile people. They're, mm-hmm. like I said, they, they bought a ball python or they bought a crested gecko. And now they think they're a reptile person until they realize that it, they're really not. And we all ignore them and they go away. The problem is Facebook allows them to to stay there. Social media allows them to keep popping back up unless you purposefully block them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm more willing. I don't generally like to accept firm requests from people that I've never met, but I'm more willing to connect with somebody I've never met before if we have certain mutual friends in common because I'm like – and sometimes I'll even go to those people and say – Hey, you know, how well do you actually know this person? Am I going to (laughs) regret, you know, accepting their friend request? You know, by and large, I see certain names pop up and I'm like, okay, this person is probably somebody that's okay.
0: Now, I will say the one negative to what we're talking about is the fact that you, except you're curating your own social media, you are, by the way it's happening, ignoring other things that are happening in the hobby um, because you're not a part of them. So it's what like someone, mean, it's truth. like when someone uh, is, say, pro whatever political side they want to be, right? They're going to end up blocking out the people that aren't pro their side. And so eventually their truth becomes everything they see and they're only seeing one side You're of building every story. an echo chamber. Yes.
2: Okay. And so sense. for when, me, well, I was going to say, for me, I think it would depend because I'm, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm never opposed to somebody who may have a different opinion on something that I am but depending on how you approach that topic depends on whether or not I'm going to connect with you. If you're somebody who can, you know, have a good conversation about it and whatever you're saying can be backed up with evidence and you're open-minded and able to have a civil conversation whether it's about reptiles or anything, I I don't care, by and large, what some of our disagreements yeah, might be. That's not the general public. I know that's not the general oh, yeah. public, but they're it's, out there. That's, that's one, one of thing. the reasons they're that the four of us get along
1: <laughs> as well as we do, but, because but we so, all you're feel that way, right? Though,
0: but like I said, if, if you only surround your people yourself mm-hmm. with people that believe just like you, you will believe that is the only way to think.
1: Oh, absolutely. I can. Yeah. I okay. I can buy and that.
0: And so. It, let's let's take this from something on the hobby. Look, I, I keep stuff in racks, and I don't care how many people want a bad mouth racks. But if I only surrounded my, myself with people Sir. that, <laughs> if I only surrounded myself with people that kept in racks, then I would I would start to firmly believe the argument that this is the best way to keep them, and everybody else is stupid. But I know people on both sides, and I'm also educated, unlike most people that just shut themselves off. But I get that there are better ways I could do it. I mean, I'm not going to because I'm a horrible person, and I want to own more than. 10 snakes and I can't because I have a rack. So fuck off. But <laughs> I do understand both sides to the argument because I have people on both sides. So in the hobby, you see people that, especially when advice is given in groups, you can find those people who have only learned one thing mm-hmm. and they've only surrounded themselves with the people that learned that one thing. And that is the only way to do it from that point on, you know? And so that, that is another problem. If you don't reach out and have a broad group of people in the hobby, You can come very one-sided on certain issues and not know more.
1: So it's interesting that you bring that up. So uh, a friend of mine from college reached out to me uh, about a month or so ago. She's getting a snake for her classroom. Snake's name is Twizzler. It's a corn snake. It's actually full grown. She got it from someone else. Um, But she messaged me and she was like, hey, I've joined groups on Facebook. And I was like, okay, first problem. Remove yourself from all of those. (laughs) I'm going to personally add you to a few groups on Facebook. This is where you can get your information from. And so she would ask me like, what do you recommend for this? And I would give her three or four options. What do you recommend for this? And I'd give her, and I'd, I'd always start with, this is what works for me, but I know people who do it this way, this way, this way. And she laughed. And at one point, she's like, well, can't you just tell me how to do it? I was like, no, because you've got to decide what works best for you. Do you want to go the more expensive route because it's in your classroom? Or do you want to go to the Dollar Tree and buy a little bowl that you can use for the water because it doesn't look cute and it doesn't matter? Like, you decide how you want to do this. And she, But she made the comment. She was like, man, those few groups that I was in were not that way. It was, you have to do it this way. And then the next person was, no, you have to do it this way. I was like, no, all of this will work. Pick what works best for you. Once
2: again, <laughs> the only thing we can all agree on
1: rocks. is that he <laughs> rocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And
2: reptile carpet trash. are yeah. trash. <laughs> if you think no, that they're so, not, that is how I base my opinion on whether or not, I, <laughs> whether or not we That's can be when I, get I draw judgy. the line at reptile carpet. <laughs> when I get judgy.
3: So, I have uh, always described our hobby as a hobby and and to me, I think of it as an artistic hobby. And and the example I've used like a million times is uh, if you carve wood with your grandpa, right?
0: I just heard when your life, podcast say yeah, this exactly. I, thing. I just said
3: it. But, but here's why, though. So we started as a kid, whittle, do whatever. By the time you are a grandpa, you're probably an artisan woodworker. You're no longer an amateur. Even though you don't make your living at it. Having that frame of mind is what allows you to offer that person multiple options because it that it's an entirely different mindset you can only do it this way you can only do it that way neither of those is true and if all of us are people who are like-minded to the way that we are we know that i, I know that that's not true like i know you can use a rack i know you can build giant enclosures like i do I know you can do 17 things in between there. I've done all of them. I know that is true. And it, but if you don't have that kind of mind, you're going to really struggle mm-hmm. with that. And then when you get into those social media situations and you literally get a poll. That's why everybody loves polls. A or B. I hate that. Yeah. It It's always C. I don't care what it is. Like, yeah. That's not true. A or B, it can't be A or B. It's there's probably both for some, and especially with the we do, it, it does feel more art than science, because I know, I know like UV. Everybody hates UV. They're really expensive. You got to have them, or you're a sinner, and all this other crap. I know that that's not true, because I'm a big lizard nerd. Frank Reitz and Mike Stefani are two of the most successful reptile keepers as far as monitors are concerned in the history of keeping reptiles, period that you can't even argue that. And they don't use that crap. I don't, I don't agree with using the lights that way. I think we should use UV, but I know for a fact that dude's bred every species in the Varanus genus and I haven't. So maybe I'm working
1: for him. Like, you know,
3: and, but I have the wherewithal to be like, man, I really think we should use UV. I, you know, I like full spectrum lighting and this is what I do. And then I do some different things, but you can't sit there and say that Frank Reitz is an idiot. Like that's, that's impossible. And so like, I, I do it with my kids all the time. Oh, it's this, it's that. And I'm like, well, both things can be true. Like, it doesn't mean you're wrong. You're both right. In this situation, Walter is right. And in that situation, Andy was right. Like, both of those things are true. But if you don't have mental flexibility, I don't know what the hell to call being artistic. That's a, I think
1: that's a great way to put it, the mental flexibility.
3: It, it makes it very difficult. And you can see how people fall into it. You know, of, oh, it's got to be bioactive because I saw all these positive things. Oh, it's got to be this because I saw all these positive things. And it's very simple, A or B. Are you a sterile person or a bioactive person? Because the other side sucks. So don't be that. <laughs> well, and and it that's easy. Like, hell yeah, I'm sterile. Screw bioactive people. All right, cool. Just do it forever. Because it works. All right, cool. Because you you're not gonna get proven wrong. You're not gonna kill a bunch of green tree pythons having them sterile. It works. That's great. And then that one guy that has a bunch of orchids and stuff, what a moron. But then if you <laughs> if, if all you do is raise orchids and green snakes. And you're like, oh, you puppy pad sons of bitches. Well, you're not killing green snakes either. You're doing great. So you always think the puppy pad people are idiots. Like, well, maybe you're both right. Like.
0: That's... Because
1: you are allowed to have more than one right way to do something.
3: Sure. This is a daily yeah. yes, struggle. Because there's in third more. Grade classroom. There's
0: more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> and the lesson there <laughs> is we should skin cats. No. That's what I took away from that. But
3: I there's will... a reason that things like that have persisted. Mm-hmm. Why? It's the exact same thing as a homeowner's joke. Why will every adult who listen to this podcast understand what you just said? Yeah. There's yeah. more than one way to skin a cat. There's a reason you all know what that means. It's a universal truth. It well, just is.
0: I've heard on several podcasts, you know, uh, when people talk about breeders selling animals and, um, you know, we that breeders tell people how to keep them the way they keep them. I don't do like, look, I keep mo- the majority of my stuff in racks because the majority of my stuff is smaller Samboa and something. And they, they live in racks, but when I'm selling someone a pet sanboa, I'm not going, all right, what you need is you get a plastic tub, no lights, make sure you put it in the corner of a room, stack 15 more plastic tubs on top of there, and then uh, ignore them just to go ahead and ignore them. They'll be fine. I'm not, I'm, I'm telling them how to set up their pet and then i give them all the ideas i i give a care sheet it doesn't say put them in a rack it doesn't say put them again it just gives you the basic necessities this animal needs and there's a million ways they can set them up
2: i don't think i've ever been given anything like that by a
1: oh well, his
0: I've, are I've, like
1: for the ones that I've gotten are,
0: gotten i'm i a full on care anyway. sheet that was a
1: full color copy it's a full page for two pages every, front and back every excuse me two pages front and back it's for for everything he sells it's colored it's beautiful. Nerd. Fancy. It really nerd. is beautiful. <laughs>
2: I don't want sand boas, but if I ever decide to get one. I
0: need I need to make one for my rainbow boas. I have it for sand boas. I have it for boa constrictors. I haven't done the rainbow boa one yet. But yeah. I just got a male
3: Saharan to go with my girl.
0: <clears throat> That's awesome. I'm I'm waiting to get captive bred ones. Just saying. As soon as I get captive bred ones, I'll be good. I had one captive bred one, and it died a week after I got it, and I don't know what happened.
1: That's stinks. It was very Six. sad.
0: But... I think I have some bread one coming. Okay,
1: so, so I want to shift now. So we've been talking about how we feel about the negativity as well, hobbyists. Okay, but now I want to shift to the educational side.
0: Well, hold on. I want I, I want to talk right, about right. how how I handle because there's some <laughs> things I've seen. So well, I, you
1: are a troll, and that's how I you am. handle everything. <laughs> so
0: so I, I see a lot of folks that have to take like they have to take breaks from social media. and They can't handle it. My brain doesn't co- understand that concept. I, I have a very easy. I if. I enjoy some of the arguments I get into, especially when I know I'm not wrong. I really enjoy those arguments. Um,
1: and this is where the side everybody knows and most <laughs> likely loves about Dave. But I also have out. the
0: I also have the ability for that not to
1: affect you, affect, affect my personal of, yeah, life. Like yeah, I'm, see, once, I don't.
0: Once I put my phone down, fuck it. I mean, I'll get back to my phone so I can piss off this person some more. But whatever. That. I'm I'm not. It doesn't affect me. There's not this whole like oh, social media is ruining my life. That's I, your
1: personality though.
0: I guess I, but I, just,
1: I can't do that. I'm like, this person pissed me off and then I don't look <laughs> at my phone for like 24 hours. Like,
0: you know, but at the same time as I do that, it pisses me off to watch people get torn apart for something that, uh, it doesn't need to happen. So someone posted a, a picture of a, a big sulcata in a black tub and they had torn the tub up and it broke it in half. Uh, they had brought the sulcata in for a couple of days. It got cold. They obviously weren't ready for that. And they put this big 80 pound, hundred pound tortoise in a black tub and it broke the tub. The amount of people that were applied with, that is animal cruelty. You should have all of your animals taken away from you. You are a horrible human being. I'm like, how about you shut the
3: fuck oh, up? Man, don't look in my place. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, have, I have 100%. It's cold here
0: right now. I have put tortoises it. in the tub. And okay, look, the tub, the tortoise couldn't move around. It was in there. But look, I get it. It was a temporary thing. This tortoise looked fine. It was not living in this tub for a month. It was there for two days of cold. Uh, and then I mean,
2: shit people would have been pissed then when they saw where i stuck my whoa. adult <laughs> red foot oh. during when we had that the freeze well the, the freeze for a few days and then um anytime that we've had like you know hurricane yeah weather all yeah I'll, you know, i've i've got one thing that i move them into for like several months when it's cold but I'm like, if it's just for, like, a day or two, you know what? You'll be fine well, in this box <laughs> in my garage. But I was like, yeah, like
3: you're all, good. all <laughs> of this. talk about this during emergencies of how to just box up all your crap? Yeah. I feel a- like, like a lot of us I have. I think we yeah. talked about
0: this. Yes. <laughs> and it just, I just, it, it amazed me the amount of people calling this person a horrible human being. They should have all their animals taken away from them. And then the other suggestion, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with people? You should just let it free roam your house. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. These I these have never done that too. It's yeah, gross. Absolutely. It's gross, that's Bill. And we're friends. I'm going to tell you it's gross. It was gross. like a date. i it was seen, really funny. I've seen them shit. I've seen them piss. I am not letting that yeah, happen to gross. my house. It is gross. And then I've yeah. seen the pictures of them going through a wall. Oh, I've I seen I the pictures tears. of them tearing a toilet off the fa- off say, The, the, the toilet
1: <laughs> off the floor. That was what. I was like, we're done. It's never coming in the house.
0: But Bill, it's different. It's different for you to do it than for someone who's never really experienced like who thinks of that tortoise as a dog right true you're not it thinking of as one yeah. you're not thinking of it as a dog you know full well all the things that can happen by letting this tortoise roam your house right
3: yeah and, and like i said it it was same idea of it was you know like now it's springtime but then it dropped to the 30s and it was like oh you know hurry up get him yeah. in i just set him in the dining room like, I don't care. I'll mop it up or whatever, you know? Yeah. Not like they don't permanently free roam.
0: Yeah, but these people are like, just let it roam the house. I'm like, there's so much that can happen there. You know, that's also, I but don't. But those I, are the
1: same people that when they find out we have X number of snakes, you just let that many snakes <laughs> roam your house. I'm like, no, you idiot.
0: <laughs> yes. What yes, they wrong are. What is
1: with you? They all have cages. Come on.
0: <laughs> that's also the same people right, that think it's. Dude, a... I have
3: people that won't come in the shop for the same reason. They think really? the stuff's just in there.
1: Yeah. Like, come on, y'all.
0: But, but so as far as that, that negativity bothers me because that negativity is not what that person needed at that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so I'm not one to go in and tear someone for, for that. Look, I've posted That's pictures. Because- I've posted pictures of my tortoises before and I've got one that is, they're all basically rescues, but I've got one that looks pretty fucked up.
1: He's a special needs.
0: He's looked fucked up since I got him. It's not my fault, but I've posted pictures of them eating in the yard. And this last time I didn't actually get comments, but you will get, what is wrong with your tortoise? Why would you let it? I'm like, Whoa. It was like that when I got it. Like, I asked some questions before you start jumping down someone's throat on things.
1: Actually, it looks a lot better than when we got him.
0: He does look better now. You're though.
1: asking a lot of
2: people if you want yeah. them to ask questions before they jump down someone's throat.
0: So that's that's the negativity I have. But again, a lot of those comments, those negative comments, are not coming from long-term reptile people. Mm-mm. Because so many of the long-term reptile people I know are like Bill. They're not in those groups. Or they're not mm-hmm. commenting. But I've seen right. situations where some of the big-name people have commented And then, and then someone jumps in and tears them apart. I'm like, well, it's like when
1: when our friend uh, Dr. Travis Wyman. (laughs) Posted something. Yeah, somebody, that
3: idiot. He doesn't
0: know oh. anything about genetics. <laughs> the fuck is Hill yeah. or Warren
1: Booth? <laughs> um, those are my favorite. When like Robert or James, one of them will see something and they'll get tickled, and then they'll like message all of us in our little group chat we have, and they're like, "Look at this idiot!" And then like, and then I get screenshots. See, that's why I don't have to join the groups. They'll just screenshot me whatever's <laughs> happening so that I know about the drama because they're like, "We're gonna talk about this on the podcast."
0: Well, see, like that's that's the ne- that's the negativity that's coming from non reptile hobby people. And
1: it all goes back to yeah. being educated. Yeah. Yes. Look at you. So that,
3: I love that, these that conversations. Stuff is, <laughs> well, you guys are you guys are in the education field.
0: Unfortunately. You, are you
3: familiar with the Dunning-Kruger effect?
0: Mhm. Yes.
3: Right. So you're so ignorant that you aren't able to grasp the concept of your lack of knowledge. Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I like to talk to us kids that uh, they've been lazy so long that they are now right. dumb.
2: Literally yeah. like every person—they can't help
0: it. They've been so lazy that they got passed, and now they are dumb. Yeah,
3: every person. Yeah, who the, tries the to group tell me passed them up so much. Yeah. Sorry, what? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, cut no. her
0: off. It's it's fine. One,
1: one of my, she's closer to you. tonight. She might hit you. Robert can talk too.
0: <laughs> Not if I press the mute button.
1: <laughs> one of my favorite videos to show when I taught fifth grade is it's a video of people. They're in a mall. I know it's a foreign concept, um, but they're in a mall and they're on an escalator and suddenly the escalator breaks down and they start panicking because they are stuck on an escalator. That mm-hmm. has stopped. Wait, it's an escalator, not an elevator. Yes. It's an escalator.
2: Mm-hmm. Because people Because
0: awesome when video. it stops,
1: yeah. what do they become?
0: There's stairs. But people don't understand their stairs because they've and always so been an escalator.
1: They freak they, out. And then like you literally see this person like walking down the one that was supposed to be going down instead of because they're going up. And so the one next to it is coming down. And then like it shows somebody walking after they have like completely freaked out. And my fifth graders, after the video, they're like, that was the stupidest thing. I'm like, but how many of you have ever freaked out unnecessarily over Mob something? Mentality. And that's exactly what it is. And it's my thing. It's my favorite video to show. I actually showed it to my third graders last week. And I was like, it Don't. also
0: shows a lack of critical thinking skills, which a lot of this comes from a lot of yes. these problems come from a lack of the ability to have critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when something changes, if it's not the way it always has been, they can't figure it out.
1: Well, and, there's, and so, there's another video similar where there's somebody who's like trying to get them to listen to them and calm down and explain to them they could just walk up the escalator as it's broken. But they don't want anything to do with
0: that. Which is what you see in these groups when someone says you're supposed to keep boa constrictors at 95 degrees because that's what they heard one time. And then someone says, well, here's what we now know. And there's this. They can't comprehend the fact that something could be different than the one thing they learned that one time.
2: I was going to say every snake post on (laughs) next door.
1: Just, you know, when it comes up, it's just, oh, this is going to be a dumpster fire. So I don't, I don't think we explained that to Bill before. So Megan actually is in charge of basically, um, a snake removal
0: group on Facebook Facebook
1: here in the area. And that's how we all got to know her because Mm -hmm. it got to the point where if she couldn't go out to the call, then Robert could, or we could, um, okay. to go out yeah. and help people and so. i
2: do i've i've got more on the schedule this year last year i started doing some local classes with nice. an emphasis on native snakes that's my that's my thing is native snakes specifically um but yeah that's that's how we wound up connecting they came to my first class yeah um and i decided they were okay <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Like K- Katie came and I was like, oh, I like her. I okay. say
1: <laughs> that's typically how this works our okay with no, no.
2: J- James did bring me; he did bring me snakes. I say Some snakes yeah. to use for because I well, I have more now. People keep asking me how many I have, and I'm like, that's not relevant. um
0: <laughs> Yeah, people always ask me how many I have. I'm like over a hundred. I don't I don't count, yeah, especially during no, no, baby no. season. I don't I don't count uh,
2: yeah. more more snakes than I have fingers on my hands there you go <laughs> you're getting up there numbers um but yeah so between like yeah the, the relocation and the education part it's um yes yeah, so it, it gets interesting it's a ton of
0: a ton sometimes. of uh cotton mouth pictures of yes. water snakes and
2: water snakes it's like nine out, nine out of ten times it's not a cotton mouth um did get one yesterday which was super pretty. Thankfully, they just let him kind of... It was be a cotton Be mouth. on their way. Yeah, actually, it was a cotton mouth. Um And that racer, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> but... <laughs> One of my neighbors got a yellow belly racer in their yard and I just wanted to die because I
1: never see them. I've never seen one. I never see them. So you didn't just like knock on their door and be like, please let
2: me in your backyard. Don't, I don't have this person's address. I know oh. what section they live in, but I don't actually know which one is their house. Cause trust me, I would have showed start up. Start running
0: over down the road. <laughs> Do you have a second yard? Do you have a second yard? Yeah. Do you have a second
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, just like the week before last, um while we were doing this podcast, little did I know that there was some shit going down in my own group. <laughs> hey, uh, a a troll, oh, a troll managed to sneak through that I was not aware of. And he started posting some crap in my group about how uh, I'm an idiot for wanting to save cotton mouths and they're gonna kill me one day and robert yeah, was, got on there was, and had fun it was like a whole thing i know james was so disappointed you i did, deleted I screenshots it. though
0: it was a lot of but fun But then i
2: deleted it and i deleted him see and, again
0: i enjoy those situations when i know i'm right and I can <laughs> get it.
2: see i i enjoy those situations when somebody is trying to correct me on an id it's usually somebody who's trying to explain to me why that snake is definitely a cod mouth when it's definitely not i just wanted um, to throw
0: out the person in our chat that said they were thinking about getting sambo's you should definitely get sambo's their name is c anal side exotics
1: no sir absolutely not you fix that now
0: i, wow. I didn't name their their business Trashing yeah, everyone's i feel like that's pretty accurate c anal no, side exotics no, no. <laughs> i don't what do you Wait, think it is
3: we're, we're teaching here this is phonetics
1: okay I, no we've already talked about all right,
0: so is the C have, does it have an S sound, so it's no. anal side exotics?
1: I don't
2: know why I keep coming back. Well, I just, I don't know. That's a me. You come back because of me. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's true.
0: Whatever side they want anal on, oh, they should definitely get Samboas.
2: Okay, anyway. Think the camera is not closer
3: so <laughs> someone was mansplaining to you about. Uh,
2: I, get, your... I get a lot i get a lot of so i, I just live... can't imagine when you
0: show up it's got to be bad they're like oh where's the uh, actual person that's oh right gonna right?
2: so okay no but you're not wrong though oh, because i know so bill we so the county that we live in it is a very large county but it is a very rural just to Make
4: James R- feel a R- little R- bit R- better R- about R- my R-
2: pronunciation. I, over it, I there. R- sound
4: all
1: kinds of six um,
2: R- shades of hick when I say it. It's a very good old, good old boy mentality kind of county. Um so there's a lot of people here who have, you know, lived in the country for fifty years catching water mocks that jumped out <laughs> of the tree after them and their grandpa's uncle's second cousin's boat while they were fishing well because then
0: they fell into uh, a whole nest of cotton yeah
2: they did and then they tried to run but like they all came after them and it just yeah. like it was it was bad because it chased um so that's the kind of county that we live in and i i love my neighbors i love my friends here i really do uh but we got some stupid sons of bitches <laughs> that i have to deal with and um i i do i get a lot of a lot of guys but, but who, that said
0: at least they are contacting you to come remove them
2: they they are it, i was very surprised at how i guess the the pot the positive response that i've gotten since so the, one thing i think this.
0: one thing i think is helping you is uh the area where all this stuff is built is rural mm-hmm. but the people moving into it are not?
2: Yeah. So they are I, not the, the
0: shoot-it kind of snake kind of people. They're the yeah. someone else to take care of this problem kind of people.
2: I do get a lot of – I do get contacted by a lot of people that do live out in the country though. Um, and I mean you, you still have your people that it, – it's – picking your battles is something that I have really grown to appreciate as I've gotten older. You know, 21-year-old Megan was – definitely more likely to be more combative with people and if I was very passionate about something and you were being a jerk I was going to be more likely to argue with you about it um and as I've gotten older it's I just I just don't it's
0: but it's so much fun
2: you know (laughs) it's just for me like for example you know I get a lot of calls for for glue traps And a lot of people's, you know, knee jerk response to that is to start berating the person using the glue trap. And don't get me wrong, I want to throat punch people who use them. Um, But I don't reach anybody by being an asshole to them or, you know, jumping down their throats over why what they've done is wrong. I had somebody a couple of weeks ago who sent me a picture of a snake that they were told was a copperhead and so they killed it. It wasn't a copperhead; it was a western rat snake. Um,
0: They're so you know, similar, but I
2: was able, but I was able to take that moment and educate this person. And then by the end of it, they understood what they had done wrong. They felt bad about it, which I mean, secretly, yeah, like good. You should feel bad, bad about it. You killed a snake. Um, but it was a really good teachable moment, and you don't, you can't educate people if you're a jerk to them sometimes people deserve it and there's definitely moments where i'm just like you know what you're not worth my fucking time shut up go away um and and i'm gonna shut you down like like the guy in the group he was one of those he wasn't there because he wanted he was there to be a dick he he was he was there to be an asshole but like and i don't have time for those
0: so when talking about negativity and talking about education bill does this regularly has to deal with giving educational outreach programs and i'm sure there are a lot (laughs) of times where you have to take negativity and Try and turn it into a positive instead of going, well, you're a fucking idiot.
3: So, yes. Well, yeah, for sure. But, okay. So, I have a theory on quite a bit of this that people probably aren't going to like. And I don't really care. <laughs> um, especially when you talk about rural. That always gets me. Okay. People talk about, ah, oh, rednecks, kill snakes, da da da, whatever stereotypically statistically true okay however i think that that is one willful ignorance typically or the one that people don't really want to address is to be casually callous is how i think of it so you're you're a rural person okay You don't live in the city. You live out in the sticks and farm and you got animals and X, Y, and all this other, you're self-sufficient, big truck, guns, and whatever else that you probably (laughs) look like me. Okay. (laughs) There's no way that you live that life and you don't know that snakes are good for the environment.
1: A hundred percent. That
3: you don't know that rattlesnakes take care of rodents. There is no way. There isn't because every hunting group that I'm in are real concerned conservationists. That's why they only want to kill the big deer
0: and and the bad Funny. snakes.
3: Well, Hey, if, if you're so educated on conservation, that you can tell me what kind of grass quail and pheasant need. And you didn't read the snake chapter in the book. That's a you problem.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did
3: that. And, I don't believe that for a second. You absolutely know what you're doing. It's just the easiest thing to do. And you don't care. Mm -hmm. Just say that. Like, I use glue traps because they're cheap and easy and I don't really give a shit about snakes. All right, That's... Ethically, I disagree. Logically, I already knew that. You're not a nice person. Move on. (laughs) Don't try to fake it. Don't be a Christmas and Easter Christian. Go to church or don't. I don't care. It's not my thing. Like I like snakes and you don't use glue traps, shoot them, do whatever it is you do. I disagree. When you come to ask me for help or you cut its head off with a shovel or whatever, don't be surprised when I hit you with a shovel. Like <laughs> you're ignorant.
0: That. But they're not, I, that's wrong. They're not ignorant. Ignorant they, would mean yes. a lack they're, of knowing they know.
3: Yes. You're ignorant in the insulting way, not it, the literal way It's sense. very
0: hard in 2022 to be ignorant about a lot of stuff. At this point, yeah. if you don't know yeah. something, the Yeah, you've there. made an effort to not <laughs> learn about things. Yes. And you've been okay with the idea of being dumb.
1: So it's funny that you brought up hunting camps. My dad was president of his hunting camp in South Alabama for a very long time, many, many years. And one of the first things he would do on his tour of the, the grounds was take them to their shed where they kept all the feed and, and seeds and things like that. And he would be like the corn snake over there. I forget what it is because he named it. And I, he was like, we don't mess with him. He eats all the mice and there's a snake that lives in this back corner and you don't shoot my snakes when you're in here. My dad was one of the most terrified individuals when it came to snakes, but he knew that those were corn snakes. They yeah. were fine. And he would tell the guys that joined the club. If you see one that looks like this and he'd show him a speckled king snake, you better not kill it then you're gonna have to deal with me because they keep the bad ones away and our kids play well here.
0: He, he was also in charge of having Auburn come out and release indigos on there to try and bring back indigos yeah
1: so he was he I mean that was probably one of the coolest things about him and I I wish I would have gotten to ask him more questions about that before he passed but the man was terrified of snakes mm-hmm. but, but understood he, I knew. We needed them for the environment. I
2: mean, that's the way that I am with spiders. I well and but bugs in general. I it's we we've, we've had we this conversation. don't need conver- cockroaches. We've had this conversation say. before. <laughs> I am
3: Oh, you haven't heard, you haven't heard Teresa's cleaning up the world speech, man. She loves
2: that. I'm, I'm terrified of bugs. I am. I will get, I will go pick up a cotton mouth any day, safely, not free handling. All Just
0: free hand handling. <laughs> that's <laughs> one click, That's one thing not, the internet like has you taught me. We're not, me. not pulling You're the ball python
2: thing. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm terrified of bugs, but I, I swear to God, I've told my neighbors if you find, like, a black widow or something in your garage, please don't kill it. I was like, I'll come save it.
0: Although she's like, kill all the bugs, <laughs> except for the really cool ones.
2: No, I haven't said kill all the bugs, unless you're, like, a tick in my house or a roach in my house. That so I draw the line there. Well, like I said before, I've,
0: I've, my line is clothes-related. Re- the the less clothes I have on, the more likely I am to kill it.
2: Mosquitoes.
0: If, if I'm naked in my bathroom. Sorry, spider. You're in the wrong fucking place. I can't help you, man. <laughs> but if I'm fully clothed, you're probably going outside. So it's it's just it's a measure of how it, they they they're timing. They need to stay hidden until I'm dressed.
2: My my husband thinks I'm crazy now. I pulled a spider out of our bathtub the other night and but I didn't actually like have anything to scoop him up in. So I just had like a little piece of cardboard that I tore off of. Did you a play a little
0: hole game hole. where you move the cardboard I around as tar- <laughs> it around? Right it- he
2: kept trying to like jump off onto the floor. And then at one point I lost him and I started to freak out. And it was, it was like a whole, it was a whole thing. It's the only reason I even remotely understand people's fear of snakes because I, yeah.
0: I, I fully understand the irrational fear of snakes. I don't understand, I guess because it's irrational, it's hard to, I don't understand some of the fear. I don't understand the being in the same room causes you to freak the fuck out to a point that you can't function.
1: I, but look at how we were when we started dating. I was the same way. I wouldn't even go in the room that your rainbow bow was in because he but, scared me but you made But you
0: made a concentrated effort to overcome that.
1: Because I, I needed to learn about I'm, I'm that. That was where my fear was. I'm talking, was. talking like I when I worked at the zoo
0: that. and teachers would bring their kids to the school send them in one door to the snake house and meet them on the other side and not even walk through the snake house with their students who they are there to educate.
2: I've had people who would not send me a picture of the snake. They wanted me to come get because they were so afraid to get even remotely within the vicinity of the snake that they couldn't bring themselves to take a picture. I mean that when it, I mean when it, this is like a whole other topic with mental health, but phobias are very powerful i mean but there's a difference too i think between people who they have a i have people who have come to me who have a legitimate fear they are absolutely petrified of snakes but they don't want to be that way they want to at least be able to you know if they see one they they will be able to identify it and know know that it's not going to hurt them and then there's people that i'm just convinced take some sort of sick pleasure in just being an asshole and like there's a guy in my neighborhood who any time somebody, you know, posts a picture of a snake or whatever, um, you know, he'll always make a comment about how this is why I sharpen my shovel before I do yard work. And it's like a decays brown snake. And I'm like, does I'm it just, make you feel like more modern? I'm just wondering who
0: sharpens a shovel. I, right?
2: I, well, I had that question, too. But there's a couple of them in the neighborhood like that. And so I feel like there's like two different types of people with the fear. So I have an like-
0: irrational fear. I know it's an irrational fear. It's not irrational. There is there is science behind it. I don't care what people say. But I will not go in the water. Like I'll go in a pool, but I will not go swim in a lake. I'm not going to swim in the ocean because I know what the fuck's in there. And it's better at being in there than me.
2: Thank you. I say the same thing to but people. But with that said,
0: it doesn't keep me from going kayak fishing <laughs> yeah, and I'm not. I don't get in the water. <laughs> I don't stay aw- I don't stay away from the water. Like I'll go fishing in the wa- on the water. I'm just not getting in it. So it's my same thing as like. I take a snake to school to show kids to do something, and then I have a kid freak out sitting in the back of the room. And my first thing is, what are you afraid of? It can't fly, jump. It can't come get you. It's in my hand. If it bites anybody, it's me. What is the fear there? And so I don't understand not getting over that fear, I guess, is, is what I don't get.
2: No, I, well, I those, will. Oh, go ahead.
3: I would say that also goes to education a little bit because those people from probably a very early age were never taught specifically that about snakes or yeah. what have you, that it can't it can't get that far away or it can't can't jump or it can't they they possibly lack spatial awareness or what have you but they they've literally never been taught anything about snakes yeah so they they don't know that it can't jump look at how many sorry no i say the other part is that yeah (laughs) now the the other part is that people people like that that have those irrational fears and we, we make fun of like this generation, right? Like, oh, the kids are soft or whatever. That's a bunch of crap. There's always been kids like that and people that were raised like that. We just can see it more now because we share things mm-hmm. on social media. Um, so th- those people have always existed. That's how they perpetuate themselves and make kids. And now you just see them on Facebook. <laughs> but the they've also never been taught how to deal with that. Like literally, like like for me with my kids. That was the very first thing they would like back up away from me. And it's like, it's a corn snake, the size of a pencil. Can a pencil reach that far? And they're like, no. I'm like, well then a corn snake, the size of a pencil can't reach that far. Like they might've still been scared to touch it, but a five-year-old kid knew what that meant Mm because they know what a pencil Mm -hmm. is. Right. And, but no one ever said that to them.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: They, they were scared of whatever it is going in the water, the heights, whatever and then their figurehead in their life was like oh yeah that makes sense you know there's rattlesnakes cobras the shit'll kill you
0: well that's why I've never, like, I've never used a snake to scare anybody <laughs> i refuse yes, at any yeah, point to ever try and scare so because i'll bring snakes oh, That's
1: when i lose my well, shit i'll people. bring
0: snakes to school and you know a teacher coming and go hey bring this over here so, so, to scare so-and-so no I'm not that that defeats anything I'm trying to accomplish with yep, this. Yep. And so that's also one reason I've, I've voiced it before that people, less people should go out in public with their reptiles. We talked about it last time. Not everybody's equipped with the ability to educate people properly on reptiles, even if they yep. think they're doing the right thing, <laughs> they don't. And so like someone posted in a group, this a boa group this weekend, they were yeah, funny enough and Galveston on the beach. And some guy was walking around with his boa on the beach. What the hell? There's so many problems other than the fact that it's not good for the boa people didn't go to the beach expecting to see a six foot boa. And so that shocking fear of seeing that is a negative thing that it will cause them to not overcome that fear a little longer because that scared them because to them, they saw a 12 foot boa on the beach and it was trying to kill somebody. Uh So,
3: well, I will also say that when I answered you earlier, that was a very militant answer about people who are casually cruel. I don't – I talk like that in in this framework for the purpose of talking to you guys and explaining to yeah. your audience what I think about that situation. When I am in an educational situation, I don't talk like that. Right. For exactly the reason. Oh,
2: I, I definitely – yeah, I definitely for, don't tell my group that I'm going to throat punch you if you use a trap. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, but, but for exactly the reason that, that Megan was saying of, well, there's a handful of reasons, but like, if you're aggressive about it, you, you lose all of your maybes, your maybes turn into no's. Right. And I, (laughs) um, I have a different mentality on a few of these things because I have a different side of my life that is not this, um, you don't convert certain people, uh, you can get rid of them. Or you can go around them. And so uh, most of my job was getting rid of and helping the maybes come to my team. Um, so all the yeses are on my team and the maybes I'm trying to convince and the no's got to be out of the way. Um, this is the exact same thing. Realistically, everything in life is that way, it, especially as adults, because we have very hard set biases in the things that we grew up with. And you're not typically going to change anybody's mind that you aren't intimately familiar with. And definitely not on a social media scale. It's just, it's that's not how human beings function and that's not how they process information. And so for me, there's a couple of cool facets about that. Uh, I recognize that. And so I very rarely will try to change any of the no's and usually very few of the maybes in a social media situation. I put out information all of my stuff is evidence based. And so the people who are able to logically work through that, who are probably already yeses with my agreement with me, that just reinforces we're good. We understand each other, lights, enclosures, whatever. The people who are maybes, can logically work through that and go, Oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you build the rock that way or this plant or whatever the particular thing we're talking about is. And the people who were nose, they were no's, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not working on converts there. Right. Doing what I do. Now I get the intimate part because you and I are going to hold a tarantula and NARBC. And so if you're, The only way you're ever going to be at my table holding a tarantula with me and my daughter is if you're already a yes or you're a maybe and you have some friends who are trying to convince you to do it. And so now I get the one on one of being able to explain and, and talk through it and. I talk like this and it's a very, this is how we're going to do it. And very tarantula and, and they don't <laughs> jump. And, and I, and I am aware of that. Right. And I, I know that I'm a bigger, tall dude. So I'll sit in a chair or I'll, we sit on the floor with kids and we, we go through everything just like this. And then tarantulas don't jump and then they don't have claws and see, they have toes. And this is the furry thing. And by the time I'm done doing my whole stupid speech, especially as an adult, you're probably bored. And you'll just let it walk on you because I have nice blue eyes and you want to <laughs> hang out. And you, you have to be aware of that. Like, yeah, I look like that kid next door who had blonde hair and blue eyes and he grew a beard and isn't that how people look? And yeah, okay. And then we just keep going and a whole lot of old ladies have held really big spiders. Cause I look like this and cause I can talk like that and you just have to, be able to function in that and you have to recognize that the whole like you were at a hunting camp you know how snakes work you idiot you know da 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 yeah they are done that ain't working Mm -hmm. like i think they do know that
2: being able being able to recognize that too i mean as you know you know it, it comes with experience I think a a lot of the people, in fact, most of the people that I see who get just so upset over the negativity, whether it's coming from other people in the hobby or whether it's coming from, you know, we, we get a lot of people who, you know, come into our group and they vent about how, you know, I got a snake and my family hates it and they just keep saying terrible things about it. And you know, nobody wants to hear bad things said about the animals that they love. You know, it, it, no, it's not fun to hear that kind of thing, but you can tell who is new and who's been doing this for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because sure. generally those of us who have been doing it for, you know, a, a little while, whether it's, you know, what whatever it is that you keep, um, we've learned how to either, you know, set boundaries or pick certain battles, um. I, okay, that just completely distracted me
0: Sorry <laughs> that was, Thanks well, guys Hey, but while you're pausing
3: <laughs> If you get one and you donate it, I will model it I'm, so, I'm down. For those I got of
1: you, you. who I are stop looking at the chat. <laughs> so I got for you. For those of you who are, are listening and not watching A this right now, this, man. Darren Watson has said that uh reptile gumbo Speedos are gonna be coming soon. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I, I
3: better be number one on the list. Me <laughs> and Robert.
0: That is, that is enough for it to never happen.
2: Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> But you, but you you know what I'm saying. the the newer the newer people, I think, tend to be the ones who they haven't really learned how to let it, I guess roll off their shoulders as well. and you eventually learn yes. to recognize the people who are you, you're just it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you show them or what you do. You're never, ever going to convince this person to not be cruel to a certain kind of animal. Um, it's just unfortunately, yeah. it's just a fact of life. You've got assholes everywhere, and they are completely content being a steaming pile of dog shit. That was yes. beautiful. <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> I, I have words. Very, Very eloquent. <laughs> I, I will say that, especially for younger people, uh, kids that are getting into the hobby, uh, just younger, younger adults in general, but kids for sure. Um, it actually, or at least in my experience um that kind of thing like that's that's a family dynamic thing of whatever your family dynamic happens to be but the those are like those uncomfortable conversations right where you always hear people say oh uh they sent me a picture with this snake's head cut off to ask me to id it and so i hurried up and googled a picture of a dead kitten and i texted it back to them
4: that's to show a, them
3: what it that's to show what it felt like
0: right I haven't haven't done that in a while. Thank you very (laughs) much. Well, but here's the thing:
3: the the act of doing that is typically too abrasive to have the effect that you want it to. Mm -hmm. At that point, you're just trying to tell somebody to fuck off without saying fuck off. Mm
4: -hmm. If
3: you're trying to actually have an effect on, like in my family, my mom does not like reptiles. She never has. She's pet two in her whole life. I'm 38 years old. And I do this professionally. And my children do it basically professionally. And that's her grandkids, right? And so my mom is super supportive. She tells everybody, oh, my son does this and his wife and his kid. My granddaughter's got all these plants and these big old spiders. I don't like them. You should go. It's super cool. (laughs) But we had to get to that point. Because I had to straight up be like, do you know how ignorant it is for you to say that it's gross or that you hate them or whatever? Like, and and I had to point it out to my family, a lot of my family, because like what we do, especially in the Midwest is kind fairly well known. Like it, we're pretty popular like we they're
1: do a, a lot big of deal. really they're kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'll, say a big it, Bill. deal. I'll say it. I'll say it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: whatever these I'm Ten fucking Lee.
0: famous and y'all should all respect me right. motherfuckers. <laughs> one is, never one never, of these will make
2: it to 10 it,
3: But it, it's it's one of those things where I had to point out to people like do you do you realize what you're saying to people? Like do you realize that you're telling someone that hey this is really gross? I don't like it or snakes are nasty or whatever. This thing that is
0: you, you. it's, 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 essentially you. you. It's not, it's not a passing thing of the night. That's a huge part of you that they are saying is disgusting. (laughs) Yes.
3: Yes. Well, and that is, yes, I agree what you're saying, but that's also a personality thing for the person you're referencing because they, they, they almost certainly don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. But and, and for my particular situation, that didn't work. It it didn't work for me to explain to my family that when you insult this thing, you you are insulting something that thousands of people associate me with. And so you're you're insulting me and you're saying really terrible things about what everybody thinks I do. And so that is you're insulting me then. And that that was a really hard thing for a lot of people in in my particular family to grasp. And so I had to frame it in a different way of, you know, when you say "Oh, these are really gross or I don't like them or, or whatever, but my son and his family do like we do the Museum of Science and Industry, whatever. It's like a famous thing, right? Famous. You sound dumb. Like,
0: you, mom, you sound was, dumb,
3: but I had to frame it. Yeah, I had to frame it in a way. that,
0: And that is how Christmas was, got ruined.
3: <laughs> but No, I, I had to frame it in a way that was them. Yeah, not me. Mm-hmm. Because well, because to the them, they I it, had, it,
0: it, that's not it. So I think because those people, it's not a negativity. That, that, that wasn't a negative thing they were saying about you. It, right. It's something that just comes out when they think about it. And they're supportive of everything you do and they think it's great that you're doing it and they don't understand that when you also say it's gross and horrible and nasty that you're kind of not saying it's great that I do like it's
3: well yeah that's the thing is like I'm so happy cuz my like my family has said that I I'm I'm so happy you guys are so successful it's great da 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 you know I saw you in this paper or whatever um and that later in life it that it's that's left unsaid but when I was a kid they used to actually say it I just wish it wasn't for that. <laughs> like, Aww. and I have. Well, I'm kind of used to that. I do a lot of other stuff where my mom wishes I wasn't good at that. But the, it Belly's so much Ma- up to
0: the modeling American. speedos yeah. being one of them. So Take it you
3: want. I don't even care. Most of whatever just went through your head probably true. Oh my um, God, no. The, but no, like that's left unsaid. Of, I'm. I'm so glad you you are the main person for this museum that's like a big deal. I just wish it wasn't for that. You and then but you don't say that part cuz that's the part that's could you a
2: calendar out. idea actually? No, like, it doesn't. Men of the reptile hobby no. wearing those. No,
0: no, no, no. Because no, 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 Andy Hine yeah. will no, do no. it. No no,
1: no, no, no. They did
0: this in okay, a like, Herp show.
1: And
2: like never had And it,
0: it, no, no, it no, really no, For the
1: podcast. No, 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 no. Nope.
0: Bad no, idea. No, no, Bad I've idea. seen
1: Andy Hine in a Speedo. And I, uh, no. It's a
3: fantastic plan.
1: No. Oh, thank you. See, I thought it was a good idea.
0: We'll message. No. Assless. No. Uh, he will message, <laughs> message pictures of him in a Speedo. I
3: knew BFF.
2: Oh, my God.
3: No, but for me, at least, I, I had to frame it in a way that was them because explaining it as me, it didn't, it didn't work because they like in my case, like they are so averse to spiders and snakes that they can't, they can't get over it. I mean, they're, they're in their fifties, early sixties. Now like, you're, you're not going to convince my mom to like tarantulas. You're just not like that. She is past that point in her life. And so I had to frame it in a way that was, hey, when you say this, like this is what people hear. People yeah, they well, hear it, you talk about a world renowned museum and then they hear you say this gross thing.
0: Well, it's like And you,
3: that doesn't jive. If you make it, put makes it like, you sound
0: if they're a teacher you know, and you're like, I, I'm so glad you're such a great teacher and that you get these great test scores and your students love you. But I just wish you were doing something different. Like, people would look at that and go, what the fuck does that mean? Like, why why are you downplaying That's a great career. Why would you do that? It's the same thing. Like, it's, it's the same. Sure. But the problem is the hobby in general has always been outsiders, and it's far more mainstream now. And so it's becoming yes. more accepted. So it was always looked at. It's like bikers. Like, my dad owns a motorcycle, but I'm not going to put him in the same He's category so- as a biker. Like, He's- <laughs> you know so
1: he is a biker he just is not did your just, did you call your dad uncool he is
2: not my dad a, is
0: uncool
1: but
3: he's
0: not a motorcycle. but, but yes. Bill is not the 1990s guy who owns one boa in his house and invites people over to watch him throw live rats in there and he's covered in tattoos right. he's, he's not, not that like, reptile guy
2: he's not like the sans, right. sons of anarchy type no no, no? my dad is not my dad is not a
0: heart. no oh I just he, right now he's on a right now he's on a motorcycle trip with his brother and who is the most They're un,
1: so opposite each other and he's it's the so most un I
0: hope he's I hope he's at a Hell's
3: Angels bar live streaming this. Yes, like I am the coolest <laughs> damn kid.
1: <laughs> it's probably the only reason he's not in the jet right
3: now. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, is it a Hell's Angels bar? Yeah. <laughs> like
0: There's no fucking way that's true. Oh god. Oh god. But but like so like my dad. Uh, is the reason I got into Stakes, but he's not—he's not a reptile guy. Like he was a guy that got a ball python when he was younger, and I happened to see it. And it was a guy who got a red tail when I was younger, and then I just stayed hooked on that, mostly because of S- Steve Irwin, not my dad. But, uh, but my dad will still ask me questions here and there. If we have a show, he'll go, "How'd you do? What'd you sell?" If like he jumps in here
1: and listens to the podcast and makes fun of even me, even though he has
0: nothing he
1: has, he's, to do with the conversation. Nothing. <laughs>
0: uh, and so. I think that's another problem when we talk about negativity and a lot of people don't have the the support system, which is another reason I like this hobby so much is there is that built in support system. Um, yeah. Cause I can, yes. I feel free when we go to a Herbs show to let my daughter roam around and go hang out with other vendors. Oh, yeah. I know them. They're going to treat her the same way I would treat her and they're going to take care of her. And if anybody, anything yeah, would happen, they're going
1: to be way nicer to her than that you is are. Probably,
0: that is probably true. <laughs> but I also know that if anything were to happen to her, just like as with any other vendor, because they're, we'd kill somebody if we had to. So
1: it's funny that you bring that up. She had a nightmare not that long after the last show that her and I went to. And she, one of our vendors had had a puppy. Um, I don't even know if they're still in the chat or not, but, I actually messaged her the next day about this. Joe had been playing with the puppy and in her dream, someone took the puppy from her and stole it. And she could not get to them fast enough or get anyone to help her get to the dog. And I was like, first of all, where were you? And she was like, I was at a herp show. I'm like, do you ever think? And she goes, no, that's how I knew it was a dream. They would never let someone do that to me at a Herp show. <laughs> Look, like she knew like, I, that I know was th- her
0: scene. I know the other guys at a Herp show. I'm telling you, we could hide a body. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh no. Did Bill freeze? No. Oh, there he is. Oh, okay. He, is. he was, he was in statue mode. I got worried.
3: Just moved I'm, his I'm eyes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a picture to send to you guys.
0: but, so okay so i i, I do want to get to speedos for oh the fuck chat, so they'll know. no 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 i uh, i yeah. do I like
2: i like i like the idea i feel like this no, no fear it's all good yeah that'd be great all right, i'm
0: changing subject i that do want to get to podcasts. let's talk about some of the other podcasts
2: too for like future oh. herps fundraisers good for the oh, silent no herps tried
0: to make they they, they they tried making one they took a bunch of pictures it never got made <gasps> It sat there. It hadn't That's gotten made.
2: heartbreaking. I don't know. What,
0: well, I was not in it. I refused. Do but I, I saw, need to
2: help with this? I could help make this happen.
0: I don't know what happened to it. Anyways, so uh, some of the podcasts I listened to, I, I got to listen to a lot because I drove to Austin by myself and back from Austin by myself. And so I listened to podcasts on the way. Uh, I do enjoy listening to the Reptile Fight Club, but there were a couple of good ones. Uh, one of them was with uh, our buddy Billy Hunt, who's been on here before. And it was regarding... Yeah. The argument was, is it better to learn how to work with reptiles on your own or under the guys that working with a professional breeder and learning from them and
2: all. <laughs> the, Sorry, I just got Bill's message. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: working with a professional breeder and going That's that fantastic. route. Fantastic. And uh, I thought it was very interesting to hear both sides. And I, and I could definitely see, you know, I I learned more from myself, not, not on purpose, but because uh, when I got into the hobby, the hobby was not so connected as it is now. it, It was, there were forums and I could talk to somebody on a forum, but they were most likely five States away. And I, it was nearly impossible for me to know that someone a block away could have had the same stuff as me. So I, that was the only option I kind of had was to work for us work and learn these things myself.
3: Well, and I think there's a reason that people of our age and older and it, and we kind of make fun of it. You know, um, we all harp on books Yeah, and, and I I think that's probably why is in the forum days you could share information, but a ton of it was typed out. Cause it, you know, especially in Kingsnake, like using my grandma's dial up internet, I couldn't always see the pictures <laughs> and stuff. Like it, it was old school. And so, you know, like I talked about Frank Reitz, like he, he's a huge hero of mine for monitors. He was always on there and he's saying crazy stuff and he kept all these super cool species. I didn't even know what they were. And at that time it had just got to the point where I could Google it and probably wouldn't find all that much. And so I had to get books. And and like for you, like I really learned a lot from myself and experiencing these things and going through it and screwing up and then doing yes. it right. And I think that's why we harp on books and and just doing it so much is because we growing up in this didn't have that support network.
0: But at the same time it would have been awesome. I listened to uh, the in blue podcast with Rachel and Heidi. And they had chase on that works with Justin over at Canova and chase had an awesome opportunity to come work for Justin. And that's a great opportunity to really hone, not right. only business skills, but how to do that stuff on mass. And like, that would be an, an amazing opportunity as well. So I saw the, po- the positives of both. What made me laugh was uh, during the argument, um, <laughs> one of the arguments was, you know, if you started working at a zoo, they don't just throw you in there with the venomous snakes and all this. The you would start here and work your way up. Uh that's not true. Uh I did get a job <laughs> at a zoo, and day one, I was in charge of crocodiles and a Gaboon viper that I'd never fucking worked with. Don't be wrong, they're like, hey, this is kind of how you do it, but it wasn't like, nah, we'll let you get to this in, in a month or three. Um, and then and then he goes on, he goes, you know, it's like in your professional career, you know, you don't just get thrown in, and I was like, not true. I'm a teacher. Uh, yeah. I don't teachers- know what <laughs>
3: profession some of these people have. That is not, not how true. that works. My-
0: most, most teachers graduate, and then they are thrown in as teachers, and that's why most of them quit after a year uh, because they were not fucking ready for that. It just – so. The
2: place I work now is the first place that I wasn't actually just like thrown in. They trained said, you. Good luck. Like-, like they actually trained me, and I had like this training schedule, and I was like, What's ha- what is this? What's happening? I don't understand. <laughs> but I mean that's how I started – handling venomous snakes like at first when i was you know thinking about because i mean i don't keep venomous um but when i was gonna start doing relocation i was like you know i'm like i i don't really have any experience with venomous snakes i'm like i wonder if there's like you know, something like the rattlesnake conservancy here in Texas, where I can like take a handling course and there's not. So I was just like, I bought my hook and I got my bucket and I'm like, well, here we go.
0: It's going to sound bad. Like, <laughs> all of I, I think race I watched race.
2: like a, a YouTube yeah, video and I was like,
0: no, all of my, oh. all of my experience prior to being a zookeeper on how to handle snakes, how to handle venomous stuff. Totally. Steve Irwin and those guys. Now I knew not to like, yeah. <laughs> to like do this shit with him. I wasn't going to, I'm not fucking stupid. Yeah, I definitely but,
2: knew what not to do. Yeah. Like um, how to
0: jump on a crocodile. I'd watched 5 million episodes of Crocodile Hunter that. and that's, that was kind of my basis for learning that skill. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it just made me laugh. I was like, they don't just throw you in. I'm like, no, they kind of do.
3: I know. I feel bad. Cause like, see, but that's people that are not thinking of it as a job. Yeah. Like if you were a zookeeper and you go to a zoo, which is a business. And then they put you through the four days of stupid business orientation. That's like, don't, Harass your coworkers and sign this piece of paper. <laughs> then you need to go to work. Like we hired you to do this, yeah. and here's your money. So go. Yeah. And it that is not what like what Billy and them were saying was great, but they were talking more about mentorship and internships and things like that. Yeah,
0: a process that is made for learning. Yeah, not yeah. made for like, doing immediately. Yeah,
3: because this is a job. I'm going to give you a salary and you're going to do this work. That's why I said that I would give you the money.
4: Like that's,
3: (laughs) you know, you said you were a zookeeper, right? And you're like, yes. Like, okay, go keep the zoo. Like that's, that's
0: that's your job. Go out there, figure it out. Uh, so I thought that was, that was a good episode. It was a great episode here in the pros and cons. And I definitely, uh, understood both sides. You know, I, I grew up on one side of it because the other side was not something made available to me. If right. I had had the chance to go work with a large-scale breeder, I'd have fucking taken it right away. It would have been awesome. But it didn't happen. Uh, and the other one I enjoyed was the more recent one was Reptile Fight Club takes on genetic defect morphs, which we've talked about this before. Um, things like Jag and Carpet Python or Spider and Ball Python or any of the other million things that, as we talk about with negativity on Facebook, pull out tons of negativity when they get brought up on Facebook. Um, And I understood both sides of that. I've owned a JAG carpet before. I don't anymore because it was not the thing for me. But with that said, I'm not going to tell people to not breed them. I don't think, you know, there are definitely issues with it. But as with what they said and you hear on several podcasts, we're keeping snakes in boxes, guys. We're not we're not raising the next group of animals to go into the wild. So I think there's a little leeway here. Um, but it's just not the thing for me. Just like raxing that to be a thing for someone else. So that was an interesting to listen to once I'd argue for was, and I think it was Justin had to argue for it, which was also very interesting. Here, Justin Julander said, "Yeah, we should breed things yeah. that, have, that pretty cool. have defects." But, uh, but that was an interesting one because I don't think that that's one of those topics where a lot of people refuse to see both sides. Sure, you know they get very passionate, and those snakes look like they are in horrible uh, situations, and they are very upset, and they're very. First off, you don't know; you have no idea how that snakes act, how how it feels. You know, you see it, maybe corkscrew once when it gets excited. You don't know if that snake's like, I fucking hate my life right now. You have no clue.
2: I can tell that True. Luna feels that,
0: that snake she's she's out.
2: overdue for a meal and would like to join the conversation, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's our corn steak in this room. That's that's Katie's corn snake <laughs> that I think I'm going to have to end up going over there and take care of. I think if one more time I have to take care of it, it's getting moved into the snake room so I can take care of it in there. But anyways. <laughs> uh, well,
3: my thing on stuff like that is... it those debates feel like religion. Yes. Like maybe just keep that at home. Yeah. Like What, like I I don't like spider balls and I don't like Jags and I don't keep them. And that's probably the first time I've ever said that to a group of people. Cause,
0: but, that, but that's what, okay. What too. do you care? Yeah.
3: Like what, why, why do you care if, if I don't keep spider balls or carpet jack? Jeg- like it doesn't matter. I'm so I, I just don't buy them and i don't have them and then that's it
0: there's yeah no, I, like, I i don't no i don't go on facebook
3: it. and yell at people i just don't have them
0: you know like, i don't have to defend yeah. what i i don't understand the idea of having to convince me who doesn't want any of them that this should be okay if you want them buy them if people are still breeding them and they're then buy them but you don't have to convince me that i think you should buy them it's, it's your collection. Do whatever the hell you want to.
2: That's the great thing well, about I, the reptile hobby. There's thousands of reptiles to choose from. There's literally something oh, for yeah. everyone.
3: Well, and a little bit of that, to me at least, because I, I do have people that, that talk about it in that way, of like, they want me to say it's okay, I think.
0: They need your permission. That's how the
3: conversation feels. And to me, because... I I my actual opinion is that I don't like them if you need me to tell you it's okay then you probably already know the answer to that
4: Mm -hmm. yes that's that's
3: like a parenting thing like if if you had to come ask me if you could have that chocolate they're just looking for someone to validate their decision you know. Because you knew you're making the wrong one, mm-hmm. and you wanted me to let you have cookies after nine o'clock. You knew the
0: answer to that. <laughs> you know, and the argument <laughs> when is you come ask. the argument yeah, isn't exactly. do do we should do we need them? The argument is more should we? And if you feel you should have at it, but don't be upset if someone else is like, I think it's kind of messed up. We shouldn't go. Okay, that's fine. Then you you don't. I will. So, but I will not. Does I'm, this
1: apply to other things in life or just reptiles? No,
0: just reptiles. Fuck. So, uh, and then I did, I did listen to <laughs> <laughs>
1: just wanted clarification.
0: I did listen to, uh, the in blue podcast with Chase from Canova. And that was a very interesting one. A lot of people know Chase from, from being there working at, it was JK reptile, uh, Justin Kabilka reptiles and all Jake, J, J- Kabilka, but it's Canova now, but they know that he had his bout with cancer, um, a couple years ago. And that's one thing where we talk about this community that we are in this hobby we we're in when something like that happens the outpour that comes from that is amazing. Uh, Chase had a ton of help with that from the hobby. And our and our friend that's going through it now with her so is getting a ton of help from the hobby. Um, and that's one thing I do love seeing in this hobby is that as weird as we all are, we'll come together when something's wrong with one of us. Like that's we're not afraid to to stand up and help somebody. But that also goes to the ones that we talked about that weed themselves out. They they're not a part of that hobby. We're not helping them. They they go away. So that was that was a good episode with uh, on the In Blue podcast, and then I did listen to some dude that does Lizard Brain Radio. <laughs> and, yep, and he had uh, I haven't finished listening. I, I've gotten like halfway through it, but it's the uh-huh. one with uh, the most recent with um, Justin from the Herp Culture uh, Network. And, yeah, that was really long. Yeah, and Eric with the Morelia uh, net, the Morelia podcast networks. What is it? Morelia In, Python Radio. Morelia Python Right, but it's the Morelia Python Network. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. In, yeah. So, uh, but that was an interesting one. One thing I always thought was funny, and then I noticed over the years, and, and you brought it up in the podcast, is uh, it's interesting how with these podcasts, and I'm not saying I've done any of this, it's definitely, I'm not, definitely on the same level as Eric, uh, but how they have changed the hobby in certain ways. Oh, yeah. So, carpet pythons, 100%. I, I would not have known what a Brisbane coastal carpet was if it wasn't for the fact that there's a Python, uh, Carpet Python podcast. And yep. it gets brought up. I wouldn't have known who Michael Pinnell was if it wasn't for that. You know, the first time I went to a show and I found out I was right next to Python in a pear tree. And I was like, wait, I fucking know that name. And then I realized who it was. And then I realized he has a whole line of Carpet Python named after him. I'm like.
1: Oh, he texted me totally nerding out at that
0: show. But now, but now it's just Michael. <laughs> but like, but that was big then. But now it's just Michael. Like, I don't. Uh-huh. It's still one of my favorite people. Normal
1: and, people. Uh, Well, normal is that, loose, but. <laughs>
0: Python, not Carter pythons have become far more popular purely because of Owen and Eric.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, hundred percent.
0: And Justin talked about Bairds. Bairds rat snakes, weren't a fucking thing in the hobby mm-hmm. until he started talking about it all the time. And now I see him at shows and I see I've him posting online more often. And that's all happened within the last two years since he really hyped up how great Bairds are.
2: Oh yeah, who's been talking about Antaresia because they're starting to pop up everywhere now, and I'm slightly annoyed by it. <laughs>
0: that probably stems a lot from Eric. Anter- you do it's their pissed off car, uh, uh, children's pythons, ugh.
2: yeah, children's. Um, but I mean,
0: Justin Jewlander breeds yeah. them. Um, he's been on NPR, and they talk about Australian pythons, and so a lot of that stuff has gotten pushed. So I found that very interesting to listen to. Uh, they're just they're just dudes. I mean, I've 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 met Justin. I know him. I've talked to Eric. They're, they're just guys, but the the impact that they've had on the hobby while not trying to have an impact is funny. As you For watch, sure. as you watch some of these folks who think they are big, big deals, having their YouTube channels and all this, and they have zero impact on the hobby. Mm-hmm. And these guys have done it without even trying. They just started podcasts because they wanted to get together and talk about reptiles. And it's the whole reason I do this podcast. I want to get together once a week and talk about reptiles. So,
3: well, dude, I said that in the episode that that is when like Facebook is, is a thing for like organic or paid reach and, and people talk about organic advertising or whatever. Um, when businesses talk about that, that's what they actually mean is generating interest in a natural way, not paying for it. Yeah. And that's why it's functional. Like antaresia suck. They suck to get started. They're small. They so eat true. lizards. The they suck. Out? They okay. bite. I love like them. Not I have two. Cool <gasps> are
2: yours nice? They are a cool pet <laughs> snake. I love mine. Are, are yours need, nice? Yeah. I need to oh, come shit. eat this because yeah, ours is the devil's. I green. should say they're nice when I get them out. I do have to hook them. No oh, ours they, still really ones, really? Bite, nobody bite you 40 that. million times. You know, my baby carpet pythons aren't bitey either
0: bullshit oh, no, no, all right well I then you should lower the
3: ether content in your house that's,
0: that's, that's, are, are that's you keeping all of your snakes at 65 degrees
3: no yeah that is, that's <laughs> you're, you're that's
0: like just, you're like the monitor person who's at a show go see this uh water monitor super calm at 75 degrees
2: no oh, yeah no my mexican i love black, those people my mexican black king snake hates Like, everything hates life. Mine hates James. That's
3: appropriate. Mine's great (laughs) with me.
1: Mine's (laughs) great with me. She hates
2: James.
3: I'm telling you, like, stereotypically, they're horrible pet snakes. Yes. However.
2: That's what I always heard, and I have two, and they're great. I
1: love them.
3: That's how our pine pine snake is. But you get people like that that have good experience, and so now you have good anecdotal experience, and then the, like, face, I guess, of them. Is Justin Jewlander,
0: Doctor Dr. Justin Jewlander, Doctor,
3: very mm. educated, and actually a nice guy. Yes. And so, anytime you hear him talk, he he's not a negative person. He's very positive. He's very educated. And he's he is a good face for that. And so then people are like, "Well, it, it's got to be cool. Like he's he's super nice guy. He keeps him. It's got to be great." And then you get them, and you have positive experience and so you're like yes it re- perfect justin julian is amazing and so are these amazing snakes
2: i mean or i'm not gonna say that they're like a perfect angel like sometimes so,
0: so yes <laughs> they're <laughs> assholes I so everything we said is true and you are trying to lie <laughs> about how great they I'm are not,
2: they're fantastic i love them but bullshit sometimes sasha's not on board with the fact that i need to yeah. continue to keep her Agreed. hydrated and we horrible just, pets we just have to have a but, come to an understanding but
0: speaking of Justin julander uh, it may be the reason at some point in the near future our show will be recorded like on a monday or a wednesday night because he can't do tuesday nights and i want to have him on
3: cool because he's cool yeah. and and that that's a genuine thing like he's actually a good dude he's yeah. actually really educated like and has literally written the book on
0: carpet pythons
3: yes that also book? true
0: I do have, to have it right here. Oh, the is that the,
1: oh, that's the one I just <laughs> bought you. Yeah.
0: Hey, we literally talked about Justin this Justin Julander, the PhD.
1: Oh, very cool. We already had Nick Button on. We have...
0: Yeah. I was out that episode. Yes, that was a great episode, because Nick will talk But I mean, that forever.
3: that matters. Like, look at, you know, at some, something like Odatria for small monitors. Like, no, nobody really cared about small monitors, and you had Rare Earth. Yes. The, the guy... Like, Brandon's Except actually a guy super from, good dude.
1: Yes, that was such like, a cool setup at Tinley. But...
3: Super cool setup. He's actually a really good dude. He is. Includes his kids. Super easy to talk to. Mm -hmm. And then you get a guy like Mike Stefani who gets really into it. We had him
0: on on a pint size. He's great.
3: Same thing. Super good dude. Includes his kids. Easy to talk to. And then everybody's like, well, they're awesome. So they got to be keeping cool stuff. Yes. And then Mike also keeps giant water monitors. Yes. (laughs) Like, he keeps lizards bigger than him because he's tiny. Like that, (laughs) you
0: know. He's yeah, but like,
1: isn't everyone tiny compared to you though?
0: No, no, Mike is kind of no. like uh <laughs> he actually is He's kind of like Grimley big. from uh yeah. Lord of the Rings. How tall are you? Bill's about me? my size. Six two?
2: Six two? Yeah. Like, that's... he's built very like he's a couple, he's a couple yeah. inches shorter yeah, than me. My, 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 like my brother 10. is six five. He's like that's, the that's jolly really green tall. Giant.
3: See, I, I know your new replacement, Robert, but every time I come on, <laughs> we have this discussion where Katie is convinced that I am gigantic and her. He is. Her person sitting right next to her is bigger than me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we always have but this for conversation. for some reason, I'm in
1: my mind, I'm you, Bill is larger
0: him, than Jay. he James.
3: was humongous. He was. And it's like, The man you know, was seven was foot tall.
0: I think it's because he's, maybe <laughs> it was because you were the only He was, he was picking apples Angela. from the top of trees, barefoot.
1: I don't know. You're so you're I, just, so, you're so I love pretty. Bill. <laughs>
0: Bill. <laughs> so, i mean
3: every episode so is like you remember we met bill he's gigantic <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute
1: i feel like Damn i it.
2: need a i feel like i need a t-shirt to wear on podcast that says like
1: replacement Robert."
2: it was sometimes yeah. you're
0: replacement katie so we can't we'll all
1: have two, so she'll have two and i'll just like three. That, that way she remembers what size to sit on shirts this weekend so yes. we can make it so, happen so
0: bill katie. on the last podcast i misspoke when i said something about you having egyptian mastics, and i finally remembered who it was that has it it was Crosstown. The, it was Crosstown because I had yeah. met both of y'all at the same time in Tinley. And yep. so my my brain was messed up, but it was Crosstown. That happened.
2: I will be listening to both of your episodes that you did with Philip Leeds tomorrow while I'm working. I think I've brought this oh, up like three times today. Good. So I keep your omastics. So it was actually my very first reptile. I'm obsessed yeah. with them, and I desperately want – a lizard from philip leets when it's within my budget because he produces some <laughs> of the most gorgeous uromastyx sure. i have ever seen in my life and he's expanding his breeding projects now he too and is. i'm just like oh my god look at desert species arid species lizards are my favorite um so, so i'm like I apparently i need all of the things for
3: you yeah. and for anybody else who's listening Another guest that I have had on in the past is Michael Rodriguez of Desert Gem Herbs. Yes, I follow he him was, too. He is a big Euromastics guy. And he... Think he's out
2: in California, isn't he? Or he, he was? Is. Okay.
3: Uh, Michael is in the process of downsizing his collection... And so, for folks who are looking for Euromastics, Michael would be a person to talk to.
2: My husband's going to be horrified when he finds out.
3: <laughs> just saying. Mostly, just saying.
2: mostly because he just doesn't want me to spend any more money. But you
3: know, this that is, this won't is work we, in the Euromastics world, this, right? Yeah. <laughs> just this is fair warning, we... <laughs> just for everybody who's listening. <laughs> yeah, those two I, things uh, don't go together.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It's kind of like hilarious to me that you know Euromastics was my first reptile, and I thought that I was going to be the Euromastics lady um
0: that's another one of my animals that hates me by un- the way
2: until i was like oh crap keeping these guys is hella expensive this isn't gonna work <laughs> i'm not gonna have a yep. room full of these guys because i won't be able to afford it
0: <laughs> yeah my, my euro is not a fan of me either
2: oh no Orion! i've tried Orion for i've me. tried for
0: years to get him to like me uh it has not happened so he's just nope. pretty in a cage Orion, I give hates him some food me. she
2: was wild caught i i got her from a family who's child got bored after six months and i'm like it's a Mm -hmm. it's a EuroMastics." of course your child got bored after six months um (laughs) so yeah i just all right so we watch her eat we
0: are getting this i want to run through our uh our group discussion page real quick there's some cool things in there i haven't watched this uh trailer yet but the trailer for prehistoric planet which is done by sir david attenborough
2: watch that one yet either but i have it saved
0: uh i i want to see that it's just anything with sir david attenborough's name on it i will watch uh yep i have uh, Let's assume I supposedly had all the episodes of Planet Earth downloaded for free. I don't because that would be piracy and it's wrong. Uh, (laughs) But if I did, I would most likely download the ones with Sir David Attenborough and not Sigourney Weaver, uh, which I may have.
2: That's good to know. It's a good thing that you haven't done that.
0: Yeah, I have not done that. But if I did, it would all be the ones with Sir David Attenborough. Uh, Also, oh, I found this one and posted it. They may have found the ivory-billed woodpeckers. Yeah, I saw that. So for the longest time, they, we thought they were extinct. You'd hear stories of so-and-so was out in the woods. They didn't get a picture of it, but they know they saw it. Um, apparently, these researchers may have actually found them in Louisiana. They may have found some ivory-billed woodpeckers, which would be really cool because that's a massive woodpecker. It would be really neat to see that.
3: And, it, and the way that it read was they didn't find one. No, they, they found, found set, a group. Yeah, a group of them. Yeah,
0: that's uh, cool. So that's great. Oh, I did enjoy the video you posted, Megan. If you might want to see it again, it's over on our Reptile Gumbo podcast discussion group. But it's of the turtle saying, fuck you, alligator, and stealing its food.
2: i watched that like 10 that's times. It's hilarious.
0: These people are like <laughs> throwing food to this alligator. And the turtle just like walks up and just like kind of pushes the face of the alligator out of the way and grabs the food and leaves with it. He just gave
2: no fucks. The, the biggest balls
0: on a turtle <laughs> on earth just said, fuck it. Uh, oh, I posted the picture of the PETA ad where it looks like the two guys fucked a chicken.
2: Dead. I could have gone my entire life without
0: I'm not that. sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. PETA is run by idiots, so obviously someone that I thought this was a good idea, uh, it's not. Although PETA in general is not a good idea, so fuck them. Uh, Trying to think what else we got posted. Oh, so last week we talked about the <laughs> the uh, four guys gang raping in the, uh, the monitor lizard, and I was like, that's horrible. And then shortly after the episode, I realized it got worse. They killed and then ate the lizard as well. So, mm-hmm. I, what the fuck? I mean, I guess the lizard didn't have to live with the idea of being gang raped by these guys, so that's good but uh that's that's fucked up that's fucked up um da, 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 da. what is that a giant malaysian turtle was surrendered to wisconsin animal rescue okay i haven't seen that ad oh, really i've seen that one that's kind of cool you need to go find that I one have to
3: call some people. i about to
0: say you may know some people you need to find that turtle yeah buddy i know someone in your house that would enjoy that turtle oh yeah uh lizard king if anybody's ever read the book lizard king um It is about, why can't I never remember his name? Because it's, you know it. What is it? How do you say his name? I'm going to find it. Hold on. Michael Van Norstrand, if you've ever read the book Lizard King. um, He did a lot of illegal shit in the 70s, 80s, 90s, apparently, currently. Uh, Of course, He's getting seven months for trafficking Florida turtles.
2: Florida Man Strikes Again.
0: Uh, That was interesting. I, I, I mean, they wrote a book on you. You're not under the radar. But there was that. Maybe
2: he felt like he would be because everyone's talking, been talking about Tiger King for Tiger so long. <laughs> he figured people forgot
0: about him. I did post uh, an article on 36 Louisiana pine snakes being released into Louisiana, into, into where I just moved from, the Cassidy National Forest. Which
3: is super cool. I, saw I
0: that. love my Louisiana pine snakes. Uh, I think I will breed them at least once just because I want to see giant ass eggs.
2: Okay, well, when you do, let me know because I want one.
0: Yeah, I, I think... Maybe two. I have to gift them to people so that I don't have to worry about paperwork. But that's down the road. Oh, I also – I listed an idea that I had for a zoo uh, where it's only reptiles with other animal names. And this got a lot of comments, uh, some of which I thought of and some of which I still don't think people put on that – some of the ones I thought of. So, le- like, my suggestions to start off were leopard gecko, tiger rat snake, rhino viper. Uh, Drew, Drew Schultz had a good one. I didn't think of coral snake. A coral snake is, de- is technically an animal – I would not have thought about that, but coral snake's a good one. Bull snake, leopard tortoise, crocodile skink, mandarin rat snake, because it's still a rat snake, monkey tail skinks, cat-eyed snakes, keeled slug-eating snakes. Okay, you like this one? Crocodile skinks.
1: Love. I will have those one day. Uh,
0: I thought about this one. caiman lizard, because it's, re- it's a reptile with another reptile's name in its name, which is kind of cool. Uh, parrot snakes, bumblebee dart frogs, panther chameleons. I had thought about that one. Hognose snakes, rhino rats bullfrog, um, snake neck turtle. I'm trying to see some of the other ones. Anyways, I thought that would be interesting to an entire reptile house where everything is another animal's name in its name. Gopher snake, uh, tiger rat rattlesnake and wolf snake those are some of the that others that's fun so. i know
2: how tired i am because it wasn't until you started reading the list that i finally got what you meant i kept looking at this post going what the fuck is james
0: on <laughs>
1: see and i didn't even know it was him that posted it because i was just scrolling through i was like nope and just kept going like, i don't understand what's happening
0: <laughs> it was reptiles with other animal names
2: like yeah. oh okay now i get it yeah god
0: i'm tired uh you posted one of a, co- a cotton mouth taking a float down the river
2: i it was so fabulous <laughs> i can't stop watching it looked it. like it was it just too, like tubing it just me giggle every time like it's missing
0: it's cooler where it was just drinking beer yes. the whole way down the river
2: i'm yes. so sad now that i live in a county where
1: i can't have one
0: uh drew shuls posted a video oh it said mother rainbow boa helps free her baby from its embryonic sac. you
1: were a dream crusher i, I was dream crusher uh, okay, okay, look, it, was it, still
0: it could a cool video it though. could have been doing that but i do know
1: it was the way you you worded it and I, his response i
0: do says, know that <laughs> with boas uh usually the reason they go around biting and nudging the babies is to find the dead ones and then to eat them
1: so this drew, is what drew he was says pretty crushed. drew says here click you on quit the link touching my computer no. you
0: don't know how to work computers
1: click on the comments drew says this is so cool has anybody seen this
0: oh hold on it's not where's it at do you
1: do you need me to read them uh oh. And then James responds with, a lot of times mom boas will go around looking for dead babies to eat. Usually when the baby moves, they stop. So I guess there is a chance that it's trying to help the baby See, escape. See,
0: positive there. And James,
1: <laughs> he goes, well, dream shattered. <laughs> Good job there, James.
0: It <laughs> is what it is. Dream they do. They, crusher. They, someone posted a, a link to a video of the Anaconda. It was Ryan Goslow posted one of the Anaconda eating the babies after the dead babies and infertile ovums. Uh, it's a thing they do but we can pretend that it was is helping. that what so,
2: that link is i haven't clicked on it okay i'm not gonna click there, on
3: it <laughs> there is a thought that like we talked about before both things could be true yeah I oh, said, it could there, be. There, well there's a thought that the female does that she does eat the stillborn and the infertiles but her process of checking to see if they are alive or not is what cracks the sack and accomplishes the goal mm-hmm. and so when she does that and the sack splits the baby moves she moves on and it doesn't she eats it and so you're accomplishing
0: both, both things, things at yeah once. that's why i said it could be i didn't completely mm-hmm. say no i, just thought it was I didn't go no it's again. only eating them which is what the general internet would have said
1: oh yeah general
0: internet would have said you're an idiot it's just killing them.
1: It was hilarious, I mean, though. Uh,
0: I guess because
1: I know both you and Drew, <laughs> and it just made me laugh.
0: Travis Wyman posted a new idea. I think Drew's going to open up at the uh, learning Zoo. It's yeah. yoga with snakes. It was a whole video of doing yoga so with snakes. There was something. What could go wrong? There was
1: a couple. Th- there was something a couple years ago where it was like massages with snakes, and they yep. basically used the weight of the very large yes. snakes to like release all the tension and relax you.
0: Nathan posted we, some, good.
3: We have a, f- a friend, a family friend, that uh, comes to our facility, and she is uh, a person who uses um, weighted blankets, mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. And she she holds one of our boas, and she has used uh, one of our berms for the same process.
1: Cool. I love it.
0: Uh, Nathan Holcomb posted a thing from the Reptile Report, which showed these uh, rough throated leaf tailed geckos.
1: Those
2: were cool. Those are, are really cool
0: looking. Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, our friends Wiregrass Exotics are having Wiregrass, Exide- Ex- Wiregrass Exotics, Spiders, and Ciders. Uh, scale- yeah, that's
1: cool. Scales and nails.
0: Yeah, so if you're in the Ozark area, May 28th, go check them out. Drink and talk about snakes or spiders. Yep. Uh, oh, there's this picture of a really cool looking garter snake that someone in Northern, uh, North Carolina. It's really pretty. I didn't see that before that was bright. Oh, and this one. So I saw this when I got out of school. I did too. Rattlesnake bit Carrie Ells uh, on his hand. So if anybody doesn't know, that's if you've ever seen The Princess Bride or Robin Hood, Men in Tights, come on. We're men. We're men in tight, tight, tights. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> best movie ever made. Ever. Anyways, he got bit on the hand. So go check it out. You can actually find I posted a picture in the comment of his finger, and it it's pretty fucking gnarly looking. But a rattlesnake got him. And uh but he's good. They say he's recovering fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he should be okay. But the funny thing was in his his tweet or whatever they posted, he referenced rodents of unusual size. Yep. Mm-hmm. He said he got bit and it wasn't by a rodent of unusual size. So And, if you
3: don't and he wasn't
0: one- inflammatory or anything when he posted it, you no.
3: no, not at all. You know, was not
0: Yeah, he didn't he was wor- they said he was working outside of his house in California and mm-hmm. got bit on the hand.
3: Yeah.
0: And so that was very interesting. I enjoyed that one. Which
1: tells me that maybe he was gardening or yeah. moving some rocks and startled. And this time animal. of year, you have to be and very you careful. Do with that. this time of the year
0: anywhere in the country, really? You need to be careful when moving when moving rocks, logs, tin, anything that's something could be hiding under. Um, I've seen, I've seen, I don't know how many herping videos where I watch people that reach with their finger underneath and just pull up, and I'm like, that's a bad idea.
2: I usually wear like thick gloves when I'm doing stuff out in the yard and we had um there's a i don't even know what it was there's a like a hole in our yard and that's where like all the wires for the um irrigation system go and i don't remember why but for some reason i think something had fallen in there or whatever and i stuck my hand in there to grab it and as i'm like sitting there i'm like you know
0: this is how you get bit?
2: This is exactly what I tell people not to do.
0: <laughs> don't shove hands in holes.
2: I'm like, maybe we shouldn't do this. It's dark and I don't know what's down there.
0: <laughs> so that was all of my stuff on there. That's what Uh, one thing Katie reminded me, I have not mentioned is our giveaway this month.
1: We've had a bunch of people that have gone on since last week and posted their screenshots. What you need to do
0: is to win this mandala. You can't really see it in the picture online, but I have posted it on our Facebook page. It's an amazing mandala from our friends over at Crafty Gargoyles. I love Gonzo and Selena. I was going to call them some other G name just for fun. Gizmo. Gorgeous. And
2: I'm still salty that James will not let me. But
0: it's an amazing mandala with a chameleon with a background of leaves. Um, all you have to do is go over to our page, post a screenshot of your membership to US ARC, which if you are listening to this and you enjoy reptiles at all, you should have the very basic minimum membership to US ARC. I think it's 40 bucks or $5 a month, whatever yeah, it is. There's, there's two a, of them.
2: There's a $20, $20 version one? if you're a student. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So go do that. Screenshot that, put it in the comments and you're automatically in. I actually think I'm going to extend this into May. So it'll be our April and may giveaway it's just too nice for me to go let's do it for one month i want more people to have an option opportunity to win this so and i also
1: (laughs) we want more people to join us arc
0: that and it gives me another month of having this on my wall so i'm cool (laughs) with that too (laughs) it's it's very pretty and i get to walk in here and look at it
1: oh my god i'll be very
0: sad the day that i have to pack it up in this box and send it off to somebody but it will happen at the end of may so please just go over and then post your picture all you and then
1: we're out of school so then we don't have to yeah, we don't have to worry about anything. because yes. I'm afraid that if we tried to do it in a week when you start state testing and then I start the week after that, it's...
0: Bring on gonna, summer break.
1: It's going to get so anyways, taken away.
0: Uh I think I've covered everything.
1: I think so. I'm sure
0: I haven't, but we will say I have. Bill, if people want to get a hold of you, where are the five million ways they can find you? Yeah. So
3: uh personal Facebook, whatever, that's fine. Uh, Cold Black Exotics is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and the main podcast is lizard brain radio and it's on the herpeticulture network. Uh, I am frequently floating around either on snakes and stogies or guesting on something or another. And so, yeah, you can, you. if you are the kind of person who does major reptile shows, I go to NARBC, uh, in Tinley park pretty much every time. Cause I live up here. Um, one of these look days, like I'll
2: so. make it up to 10 Lee. Well, I plan wanted to go to NARBC Arlington this year, but
0: I did go. To that it was my first, time going, was first time
2: going to that one. First
0: time going to that one. Maybe um, next, maybe next year. Also, follow Bill's podcast on Facebook because then when he goes live, which he does with his podcast, he goes live on Facebook. Yes. You can watch it live and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Like all, like this. So go ahead and do that. It's a great. It's even if you're not a lizard person. Go listen to it because it gives you a chance.
1: It's a great podcast. Well,
0: it is. And it gives you a chance to listen to about animals that you normally would never think about. Um, So give it a try. You never know what you might like until you find out about it. There's so many things out there. Like we talked about, there's so many different options for reptiles. You never know. Like I didn't know I wanted Kimberly rock monitors until (laughs) Brett Bender. Now it's Brett Bender's fault that I want them. Uh, But now I really want Kimberly rock monitors.
1: I know. We've talked about it. Me and
2: desert iguanas, I need one so bad. I just, yeah. want to crack, I just want a red I need one So bad. I'm waiting for Elise to just call me one day and say, hey, I got one.
1: Cause I'm ready for it. All right, James. People want to get a hold of us?
0: Well, you might want to walk talking to the microphone the whole time.
1: If people want to get a hold of <laughs> uh, us, how can they do that?
0: Uh, real quick though, I there is gonna be another podcast coming out this week. Uh I think it's this week. I have to see if it's our turn to put one. I haven't put out a pint size reptiles podcast in a few weeks. My my bad. We just Dropped the ball on that one, but we did one last night on chameleon geckos, which I didn't know were a thing.
3: Oh, awesome! But they're
0: a thing. There's I didn't know there was a smaller version of New Caledonian geckos than like cresteds and gargoyles, but there is. Yeah,
3: they're basically what lychees actually eat.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's if you could picture a lychee fucking a morning gecko, that's what you get with these guys. They're like little tiny lychees that are like four inches long. So it's really cool
1: I vaguely remember you telling me about it when you came downstairs yeah
0: and unlike stupid crested's these like the rest of their cousins grow their tails back i still don't understand the whole crested gecko thing not growing a tail back it's the worst evolutionary thing i've ever seen everybody else the f- because they're not actually cousins they're in a different group but whatever <laughs> that may be it but everyone else grows it back Except for cresteds, who actually use their tail.
1: All right. Well, if you want me to cook you dinner, get off your soapbox. I do want dinner.
0: Okay. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, it is the <laughs> Reptile Gumball Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me, just message me with that. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Robert, it is lsreptilracks.com. He's not here. I get to do it. Uh, get to him. Uh, if you want a rack or a cage, he's doing some awesome cages right now. I need to get him to make me some more. So check out Robert. He will be at a Herp show near you. That's the best way to pick it up. Uh if they want to get a hold of you, Megan. You
2: want to get a hold of not Robert. Of not uh, Robert. Either personal Facebook page, not under not Robert Good luck on L-
0: spelling that last name. Some <laughs> I post in the group some a yappy bitch.
2: or Lone Star Snakes. There you go. Hello. On either Instagram or Facebook.
0: Yeah. Slug eating bitch. Whatever the name is, just search Sl- Search slack. for it
2: Slap a bitch. She's gonna slap be slapping you
0: in a minute. <laughs> right. Bill, <laughs> Bill, thanks for coming on. Uh, for sure. Megan, thanks for. Oh, I forgot to put out my awesome cup that I just got. Oh, yay. Katie got me the most Texas cup no ever. Thanks,
2: Megan. The cup takes priority. I know. Fine. I know. It's, a, snake a, it's, a,
0: on it. it's a giant oh, don't.
3: Texas don't, people.
0: It's a giant don't trade have on, you, on. Go ahead.
3: Have you guys looked up the Wild About Texas thing on Instagram? They got a new book. No. Oh, no. Instagram. <gasps> all one word Wild About Texas.
1: Get on uh, that. Has, you two that have Instagram. I don't have Instagram. there's
3: a uh, new reptile book available. <gasps> you guys should check it out. Oh, my God. Wild You're right. I wild? like Bill. I, wanted to, <laughs> say, I, I meant be, to make sure you guys.
2: going to be my new BFF. Yeah, we FF have so.
1: Texas license plates for our vehicles now. And now Jim oh, has a Texas I have a, cup.
0: A big giant I... Texas cup says don't tread on me. That's, my
1: goal in the next month initial. is to get driver's yeah. license. So...
2: I can't wait until I finally get my truck and then I can get my license my conservation license plate. I am torn between the western diamondback
0: and the Horn lizard.
2: lizard. I can't decide. I'm going to get a don't have, tread like, on me one. I wish you could have like one on the back and one on the front like one of each. I would oh, lo- I would love cool. to do that. Oh, to get
0: one of those, but it only allows 5 letters on it and the thing that I want on my specialized plate oh. is 6 letters. So I'm going to get the don't tread on me so okay. I at least get a rattlesnake.
1: Oh, that's smart.
0: Yeah. I'm not telling anybody what I'm getting, though. Because get he it.
1: has like a specific something that he wants to put on the tag, not just have a specialty tag. Oh,
2: it's
0: <gasps> five letters. It, oh, it is, but book. I have a better one. T- I know it's a book. It's only $17.
2: <gasps> I know. Yeah, what? yeah,
0: Guess we got to get that. I'm ordering
2: when I get home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So we are gone. Good night to everybody. Thanks for all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with someone at some point talking about reptiles. I have a-
1: for next week
0: we do have someone for next week we'll be back with somebody for next week maybe all right Robert, when i fall through it'll just be me it's fine. <laughs>